Like, you know, because you pulled up on a bike or like, you know, like that kind of thing. So, um, well, yeah. yeah, but I I mean, like, uh, you know, as far as, you know, years ago when Fat Sam's was there in Orland, you know, on 45 and yeah, 159th, yeah. Right. you know, if you went in there with a printed uh, Harley Davidson T-shirt on, you couldn't go in. So just not a not a club, just Harley Davidson. Just a Harley Davidson T-shirt. There's, oh, a, wow. <clears throat> there's a bar in Rocco uh, in Lockport called Rocco's. And uh, that guy, uh, new owner bought it, and the first thing he did was rip the "No Bikers Allowed" sign off the outside. You I know. would think, as a business, the bikers gotta be good. That's that's part of the lifestyle, right? Is yep. to be out riding and drinking. Oh yeah, so, and yeah. Uh, I mean, we spend money. Oh right, right you know, right. any anywhere you go where there's bikers at, them bartenders are happy. Right, so that that's how <clears> we got the subject as far as something to talk about because I'm just you know doing a podcast where I talk to people that got interesting you know, information about things that I don't know that much about figuring that other people outside that life don't know that much about it either. Right. So, um, but let's do a little history on you. I mean, your dad, are you like, are you like third generation, second generation biker? Like, you know, we'll have to get into like, what exactly is a biker, right? Because I mean, you know, define that. Because I mean, I have a definition for a guy that fishes and then a fisherman. There's two different things, you know. I can buy hiking boots, and I'm a hiker. Right. But because I bought work boots, I don't mean I'm a worker. Well, uh, I guess, um, you know, $20,000, a tattoo and a T-shirt doesn't make you a biker. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, so what does? Uh, I guess um, there's a lot of camaraderie that goes along with it. But, you know, I mean, if you're putting 1,000 miles on a year, you're not a biker. You know. Oh, so mileage has got something. Well, I mean, it's just uh, like bragging rights. You know, like... Um, okay. You know, our buddy Kevin Burke, you know what I mean? He He's uh, a member of the Iron Butt Club. He did over 1,000 miles in one day. Woo! You know, so. In, one uh, day. One day. One day. That's Steve. riding from here to Sturgis in one day. So. but How uh, uncomfortable is that? Uh, it just, uh, I don't know, man. I, I guess you just got to figure out what's more comfortable. Like, they sell, um, they sell lambskin things that go over your seat. Sure. And that makes a big difference. Right, right, right. And, uh. But, um, I mean, mileage, I guess, uh, who you hang out with, what you do, you know, um, if you just ride from tavern to tavern in town, you know, on your bike, I, you know, I mean, my goal every weekend when, when we get the chance to go out, you know, I like to put at least two, 300 miles on in a, in a weekend. You know what I mean? Wow. Which I didn't really, so, you know, I like, I've seen guys that I was, you know, I went up to Gallagher's Pub in, in Manhattan one time, and there's a guy that I know that's totally white-collar guy. I've never seen him outside of a shirt with a little alligator on him. And he's <laughs> full out, like, you know, leather, 
don't know about leather chaps, leather pants, leather, the little hat, the whole, the whole, I'm like, man, cute outfit. What do you got going on there? Yeah, right. How, when, you know, like I looked at him and he's like, oh yeah, well, I, you know, bought the bike, uh, you know, a year ago, and the wife bought the leather halter top, and here we go. Yeah, and like now he's a biker. Like I don't yeah. think it works like that. No, but. it no, it doesn't. I mean, you got you got to pay your dues, I guess. Right, I mean, right, right. you know, uh, there's definitely a dress code etiquette. You know, I don't know about the leather pants. I I would have to laugh at somebody like that. But um, you know, I mean. You can't be riding in sandals or flip-flops. I thought the leather pants were, like, uh, safe because that's pretty tough, right? If you wipe out with leather pants on, you're good to go, yeah, right? Yeah, well, you know, your denim jeans are just as good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't know shit about yeah. anything, man. I, you know, bike thing's never been, you know, like, I mean, I remember when the crotch rocket thing was the all the deal when we were younger. And, the, yeah. you know, there were girls getting on the back of them and stuff like that. And, then, you know, maybe tilted my head at it a couple times and then said, nah, I'm not buying a bike. That's not just not my, right. not going to fake being that because that's not me. So, right, but, right. Well, you know, um, I mean, I grew up on motorcycles. Uh, I think I was, you know, six and a half, seven years old. And my dad came home with a Kawasaki KZ75. Right. So now your dad's a biker yeah, all the time? My, my, like? Yeah. My dad rode. He uh, He's had um, Norton's BSAs, which is a British small arms company. Okay. And they, they were involved in all kinds of stuff. I can get to that later. But um, he had Triumphs. And then uh, the year after he bought me that that Kawasaki, he bought a, a 1979 Harley Davidson Sportster, root beer brown, which I still have. Oh wow! Yeah, after so, he passed, I I got that. Wow, what year? 1979. 1979 bike. So that's that's pretty cool. That's so is that considered an antique now or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. After same 25 thing with cars, years. you yeah. get plates. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can, but I, I I wrote it the year after my dad died, and then I put it away, and I haven't touched it since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So know. so grandpa, see a biker too? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, right. I'm I'm the like the third generation uh, of the family in this country. Oh, okay. My, my oh, oh, okay, okay. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So, okay. right. So, yeah. grandpa's just an immigrant, and then, you know, yeah. dead. Okay, all right. Because, I mean, you know, like, I like some old flicks and stuff. You ever see the, uh, I think it's the Wild Bunch with uh, Marlon Brando? Brando. Yeah, yeah, that's the wild one. I, the, I, I, yeah, I yeah. love that, man, the way he's talking in there and everything. Right. He's, well, oh. I, I don't know if you know, but that was um, actually what they used to do. That, that uh, movie was quasi-inspired by... Uh, um, there was a, uh, called the gypsy tour. Okay. And what these things were, they were AMA sanctioned, which is the American Motorcyclist Association. Sure, sure. And they used to go around the country and do all this. They'd have hill climbs and, and barrel races with motorcycles. And it was a big, big social event, you know, and they started this stuff in like 1925. Oh, okay? wow. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. So then, um. They would go around the country, and this is like the precursor to like all your rallies now, because the AMA still goes, you know, like your what's going on right now, Daytona Bike Week, yeah, or Sturgis, or Laconia, or the Four Corners <clears throat> rally and stuff like that. But in uh, it, in 1947 in Hollister, California, at the Gypsy Tour, all these bikers went out into town, and they were kind of causing causing a rocket sure 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 so well that, the look, so that's where you know, the wild ones sure, comes sure. from the non-conformity of it back then had to be like holy cow you guys look different than you know bikers have been portrayed in movies i mean the other biker scene that i always remember is the one from uh, uh what's the bronx tale oh it? yeah 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 now you just can't where, leave yeah where the mob gets in there right right right, right yeah exactly. i can believe that right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. so i mean you know there's definitely been some bad and then there's 
the historic stories with the Hell's Angels and the Rolling Stones. Yes. With the, the yes. old uh, guy getting killed and everything yep. else. And pretty much being on, back then, something being on video was, you know, not normal. Where now everyone's walking around with a camera in their hand. Right, right, right. But, uh, so, yeah, probably a bad rap as far as that goes. But, you know, some of it's probably actually deserved too, right? There's some bad individuals that were, that that's the lifestyle of choice. Oh, yes, yes. Right. But, you know, like uh, all the club guys that I know, <clears throat> they all got jobs. You know what I mean? They all got families. It's just that's the lifestyle that they choose. Yeah, right, 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 right. No, 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 that's, that's great. Right, 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 right. And, I mean, some lifestyles of choice. I mean, I know guys that are professional fishermen that that is not a conducive lifestyle to having a family and a wife because <clears throat> you know, when you're – I say professional fisherman. This guy's mostly guiding and stuff like that. So every day you're out on the water doing what you like to do. Right. It's a great job as far as the job goes. And then your you know clients want to go out and have beers and dinner with you and stuff like that. So what time do you have left for family? None. So right. You know it's over. Right. But the biker thing's got to be tough. Oh, the other the other biker movie that was always really good was that uh, Mask with uh oh, sam elliott and stuff yeah. like that like well, oh yeah that was a cool but there's still like the dirty side of it in there too the drugs and all the other stuff <laughs> right well you know um uh i guess i don't know how i want to go about saying this um you know i mean uh, the late 60s and seven and early 70s you know that that was where your your lsd your methamphetamine and your heroin all came in came into play now, right, so we're, now were those guys, LSD is made just, you know, by chemicals here. Right. But, but some of the other stuff was that maybe transported by these guys that were driving uh, around? or You know, so, so all, the, all the history books say. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, you know, in the early days, um, once, they, once they started doing, they, <clears throat> that's how they were making money. You know, because like a lot of these clubs, they all, they all stem from veterans that come back from World War II. Right. You know, and they were missing the camaraderie and all that. So this was their common bond. Nice, nice, you know. Nice, nice. So that's that's you know that's the early days. Now the '60s, you know, hey, we got a way to make money, sure, so sure, we don't sure. have to work. You know, and then you get your prostitution rings in there and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know. So well, right. That that's all seedy and ends up taking advantage of people that are in bad situations. But right, they like the lifestyle, like down to the the bare bones of it. I I think it's. You got the you got the right idea for sure. Like the bike thing's never been my thing. Right. And I'm a guy that fish, hunt, all that kind of stuff as much as I could. Love to snowboard and and all that. First guy on the hill. Well, we you know we skied together yeah. and stuff oh, like yeah. that. But uh, you know, there's too many people out there that live their life to go to some job, and then they don't have anything besides that. Where if you're you know like what's the what's the bike brand that's lived to ride or whatever like that. But oh, the the Harley. Harley. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I mean. You know, that's that's a better philosophy on life than I work all the time so I can come home and watch my TV set. And, you know, like if right. all you're doing is I go to that place over there to get my paycheck so I can buy four or five bikes and then do the things I enjoy to do. I don't know. You're mentally probably more stable than somebody who's just drudging through. Right. Know, right. You know, sometimes on a bad day, you know, after a bad day at work, you know, I'll come home, get cleaned up and just go out for, you know. 40, 50 mile ride all by myself. Yeah, what do you guys call that? Some kind of therapy? What's what's it? Wind therapy. Wind therapy. Or two wheel therapy. therapy, depending on who right, you're talking right, right. to. No, I love that, man. I tell yeah. you what, like, you know, I bought my first boat. I was 19 years old and 
just having the boat hitched up and ready to go for me was always just oh man i'm so excited i mean my my heart and soul is up in northern wisconsin northern minnesota canada i just get up there and see that stuff and i'm like oh man like everything melts away for me i venture right. to guess it's the same when you hit the road on the bike and yeah you know get forget out about there. all that other crap yeah just get out on on uh some two-lane two-lane road and fucking go right 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 you i don't know? even think about trump when i'm out there it's nice <laughs> <laughs> but uh what you call it yeah. uh um you know me and andy have very very different political views on things when we micro talk about it we agree on a lot of things but right. political party wise political like you know um the, the the attack we take on it but I think we have some of the most interesting conversations because we don't agree. If we just yes. agreed, oh my God, that would be. We're sitting in an echo chamber. Oh, it's no so big deal. boring. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. man. Yeah. Definitely. Those are my least favorite Facebook uh, threads, or when the guy, you know, you say something and the fifteen people are like, "Right on, brother." Right. And I'm like, "Oh, fuck, jeez, <laughs> so brave of you to come." Yeah. Just give that. it a like and move on. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> right. Know? So yeah, right, exactly. You know. So, right. So, I mean, and that's part of the reason with, for the podcast was I have great conversations with you. I have great, I mean, you know, we'll have conversations that we get on the phone, just something in the news. I mean, there was a shooting today with the mosque in New Zealand. Yes. But uh, that would usually spur like a phone call and boom, we start talking. And then, oh, shit, it's three and a half hours have gone by. I feel like a teenage girl on the phone. Like, I don't talk on the phone that long. Right. But it's, it's good. It's, it's, I mean, mentally stimulating, all that <clears throat> stuff's really good. Another buddy of mine, Tony, would go up to the pub in town here and just bullshit. And his political views are not my political views, but right. have a good time talking. And still, I've never walked away from one of those situations. I mean, I mean, we're in person in those conversations. Right. I've never been like, oh, I'm not doing that again. I'm like, look forward to next time, man. We right. look oh, yeah. Now. A couple of weeks would be great. Right. So, uh, you know, I figured uh, I could put people as a fly on the wall for these conversations and maybe get some feedback from them and see what they think. Right. Time but, four. Uh, so anyways, the, the biker thing's super <clears throat> interesting. Um, like I said, like you said, you brought some stories and some history of the biker uh, lifestyle. And yeah. so, I mean, I mean, the lifestyle, have you done any big, you said the guy, Burke went all the way from here to Sturgis in one day. Right. Oh man, that's a marathon runner. I've, I've ridden a Sturgis, but I didn't do it in one day. Now, did you do it like, uh, you know, like the, the old biker, like pack a freaking sack and just, I look like Jed Clampett going down the road. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Hey man, if you're going to do it, like, don't be the guy with the, you know, the the guys that always kill me were the guy with the, like, you know, I know the full dresser bike is like a thing that people like. Right. Like he's got the thing with the six suitcases on there and he's got the big helmet on with the microphone and he's right. talking to the other like I'm like, I'll just buy a car, man. Right, <laughs> what right. Are you doing? Yeah, you know, like there's there's a, a saying, you know, um Daytona's called bike week, right? Okay. You know, and Sturgis is the rally, you know, the right. black no, Hill, I, I don't black, know anything Black Hills rally. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway, you know, uh out in Sturgis she's you know, right riding going down ninety, you know, it's a it's a long, long haul. Once oh, you, cause yeah. like we rode from here to Sioux Falls and, uh, that was like the perfect stopping point is, you know, not quite halfway, okay. but you know, in Sioux Falls, there's, you know, bars, hotels, restaurants, all that stuff. Sure, and, it, sure. you know, long day of riding, screw it. Let's stop. We'll, we'll start out fresh tomorrow. Right, right, right. But, uh, so, and then, uh, you know, you get up in the morning, get some breakfast and hit the road. And, uh, when that sign says, 
last gas exit for 53 miles. If you can't go 53 they miles, better, you better, better go. know what you're doing. The one guy we went with, he ran out of gas three times. We were on the side of the road with a water bottle, draining the draining gas out of everybody's tank. Yeah, just to, to get, get him there. Just to get yeah. him enough. Right. You know, right. so... But, uh, well, my favorite biker scenes is a Dumb and Dumber when they got the little mini bike. <laughs> yeah, get 70 miles at a gallon on this hog. <laughs> Just let it go, man. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, what's your call it? Uh, no, that, that, that stuff's always pretty cool to me that somebody could, you know, I mean, even camping. And, like if you were like somebody that was going to go from, you know, uh, Ohio or Chicago or something like that all the way out to Southern California, like through, you know, Grand Canyon, all that other stuff. And you just brought you can easily pack a tent and all that other stuff on your bike. Oh yeah. And then, I mean, you're living on the cheap. You can go to some campgrounds or five bucks for the night and you're, right. you're in there and you're good to go. You right. Get a shower, everything out of that deal. Yeah. Um, I love the whole idea of not owning so much crap and, and all that other stuff, or even, you know, traveling that way. You, you know, obviously you can't do that with a family or anything, but, right. um, and I've seen the, the bikes with the sidecar and the guy's got the trailer behind and like, right. Sometimes I'm like, man, that, Seems like a whole lot to do to, you know. And then the other one is seeing the guy that's sitting under the underpass, big time rain, right? Oh, then done that before. Oh, I can't imagine how you didn't, right? Uh, I mean, how many times did Burke do that on the one trip? Like a thousand miles, you had to run through some storms. I would think so, but right. he, I don't know. He might have got lucky. Yeah, right, he might have right, got lucky. Right. But, so, I uh, mean, got to be hell on your, uh, uh, like you get windburn real bad. I mean, like oh, that's yeah. got to be pretty rough. Yeah, I mean. Depending, you know what I mean. You put some sunscreen on or whatever, and I mean, on a on a long trip like that, I'll put earplugs in, you know, to keep because, you know what I mean. Right, right, right. Eight hours of the wind just constantly going by your ears. Sure, so you're not listening to music or anything like that. Well, yeah, I'm listening to music, but oh, okay. you know, just the wind going by oh, your ears. Yeah, and right, believe right, it or not, right. with the earplugs in, you can hear the music better. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it drowns out the wind noise, and I don't, I don't know, maybe if it's uh. If you know the song and you can feel it, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean. Sure, sure, it sure, might be sure. something psychological like that, I right? Guess. So now, is there a certain bike that you would rather take on a long run than you know a bike that they're more comfortable? I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, you know, I rode my '95 Springer Softail. Um, it's the one with the, you know, the the chrome legs and it's got the the springs and the shock. Up okay, front. right. I rode that one out to Sturgis, and that you know. That you're constantly moving around and trying to get trying to get resituated and stuff, but I I have I have a, a '96 FLH which is you know, uh, but it's slammed to the ground because of my little legs. You know, yeah, what I right, mean? Right, like right, 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 it's, right. It's lowered a few inches. Sure. So, but that now you ever do the deal with the whole? You know, got my hands way like monkey bars or whatever they're you know. Like, yeah, I, I've got them ape hangers. They call ape them ape hangers. Yeah, yeah right, I've, right, right. I've got them. I I have a, a '74 uh super glide which is a shovel head motor that and, doesn't look comfortable yeah i didn't think it would be either no and, and and i mean that's i bought it with them handlebars on there and uh i rode it and i fell in love with it oh really yeah, yeah. so it's fine I, just to hang out like that huh yeah i don't know, I don't know that air is. out the pits the whole way yeah right, going, right, you know? right yeah yeah, yeah it's smelly at least <laughs> but uh yeah so that's cool that that i mean that that would be i think that would be a qualifier for you're a biker. If you if you took the you know ride out to Sturgis and everything else, then man, at least for the year, right? You probably covered your miles, right? To to, to book all the way out there. Yeah, back. it's a thousand there, a thousand back, and you generally put a thousand on while you're out there, right? Because right, I right. mean, if 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 you stay in Sturgis, in town Sturgis, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody anymore, because it's just so crowded. Something you know, like that. Do a lot of guys like you know you got the big suburban? Do they just 
trailer all the bikes and then ride them all out there or what? Yeah, a yeah. lot of people do. That's why, you know, you know, like I say, I rode my bike to trailer week. You know oh, right, I mean? right, yeah, right, right. You know I what I mean? It. Yeah. yeah um, sure. I mean, trailering your stuff down to Florida, you know, in this kind of weather. You know, now I do know a few people who, yeah, right. who have ridden down there and, sure. and ridden back. See, that, that's a tough that, one, too. You're, that's a tough call. You're a union laborer. Yeah. So, like, the time of year that you're off is not exactly bike time. Exactly, I mean, which sucks. unions don't exist so much down where that would work out, and you wouldn't get laid off in the wintertime anyway. Right. But, you know, like I said, I like that whole idea of having a lifestyle where you're, you know, working to get the paycheck so you can go live the life you want to live, not, you know, people... Like I said, I, there's people who are working 60, 70 hours a week. And, and they don't do nothing. Don't, don't look up from that at all. And then, you know, by the time they look up, they're 67 years old. And, you know, they think that place they work that cares about them. And they don't. That, they don't. No. So, right. uh, what well, you call live it while you got it. I mean, you don't know how long it's going to be. Right. But, uh, so, yeah, that, that's one of those things that I, I always looked at the guys with the bikes. And uh, I looked at them fondly, to be honest with you. If I had my boat trailered and I'm headed to the lake and the – 150 guys on the bikes all blaze past me on the highway or I right. go past them, whatever. Uh, all I thought I said to myself was, at least you're not going to be in the lake. You're doing right. what you're doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. Exactly. You know, if all of you thought like I did, this would suck because you're not <laughs> yeah, going right. to be with you on the you water. Got competition. Right, right, right. So, hey, man, more power to you. Knock your socks off. Not, not anything that I could wrap my brain around that I wanted to do. And it was the same thing as the, the jet skier. You know what I mean? I look, right. look at those dudes and be like, you just bought that piece of machinery to beat the piss out of it. Just, and then, you know, so bored, you got to come near me to look at me yeah. to see if you think I'm you look cool. All I'm doing is look at you to see if I can get this big hunk of wood I'm chucking and you know, hit you in the head with the damn thing. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, uh, but like I said, more power to you. You know, everyone's got different strokes, different folks. Um, but, and I'd like to hear about it because, like I said, the prejudice thing and then, just a person like myself looking at it from the outside. Like it would never be a thing that I would, you know, think about right. doing. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that in my advice is in, in anything, if you think that that would be something that you'd really enjoy, how is the camaraderie has got to be good. Oh, is, it, is it accepting? So say some guy who's a, you know, he works a white collar job or he's, you know, whatever. If he goes and really gets, he, he digs down deep. He's, into the bikes he knows about the bikes and everything else right he starts going on the poker runs and stuff like that is he going to be immediately accepted or is he side-eyed uh well you know I, like i said you got to pay your dues a little bit you know what yeah, i mean right you know i, I mean about that you know you come around and you start making friends i mean you're not just you know i mean kind of like high school you know you you got your groups and here comes this guy he just moved in you know, you're going to be like, who's the new guy? What's his deal? Blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. Kind of the same. Yeah. Same you get thing. a fight with him and then like the guy. Afterwards. Right. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. But no, you know, um, I mean, it just, there's, you know, I, you got uh, some bars. Any bar could potentially be a biker bar, so to speak. Okay. And um, depending, but some like this group goes over here and this group goes over here and they can meet in the middle somewhere but okay. you don't go to these guys's place and they don't come to your place right so just, now, is that the reason that explain the club thing so like is that the reason so you got all these clubs i see guys that got the vest and they got the different colors on and stuff like that is that the reason that some places don't allow bikers in there just they just make a blanket statement say no bikers because 
one time this club and that club came in here and then they got into it. Exactly. That makes no sense at all because, uh, you know, me and Danny, that's all we used to do every single weekend was go somewhere, no girls by 1030, let's look for someone to fight. You know what I mean? Sort of thing. Right. We were not in a biker club. We just were looking for some entertainment as far as that goes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So w- d- there's no more danger in that than anything else. Mm-hmm. Or is there? Is th- if, you, if you're if you with a biker club and you see another club, are you required to give them some shit? Uh, see that? I don't know. I'm not in a one percenter club. What's that? Uh, <clears throat> back to the, the whole AMA thing and, and that Hollister incident. Um, after all that you know, with the wild ones and them bikers going out in town, the AMA put out, uh, you know, hey, 99% of the people that come to our events are family-oriented, this and that, and the other thing. Okay. Those guys causing the problems, they're the 1%. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, you'll see, like, you know, the Outlaws or the Hells Angels, Vagos, Banditos, you know, all these other Sure, sure, Clubs. sure. What was the one that uh, Jesse uh, Ventura was involved in? One of them. It was like a Mexican club or something like that. It was or I, founded by Mexicans. Um, well, I know, I know the the Banditos. They're they're from down in Texas. Okay, all right. so maybe I, it was something like that. But I don't know. I don't ever remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just he had been had like when he ran for governor. There was some things that came up about that he was in a one percenter club where there. You know, that, okay. I don't know if they called it that then, but it was like a club that. You know, definitely had some prostitution issues and drug yeah. running and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they were trying to disqualify him from being governor because of his oh, outlaw wow. Wow. type status. So, right. But, uh, so, okay, so one percenter club, and that's that's a what common term that guys use? That's a one percenter club? Yeah, yeah, for, for them clubs. Other, like, you know, there's different. Um, now, if you're like a support club, you got a 13 in there. One three, like you're a thirteen percenter. You you okay. support the one percenter club, like which is more or less the dominant club in the area. Okay, all right. You know what I mean. And um, I mean you can go down down like the patches. You know what I mean. They got the top rocker, which says the club name. Okay. Then they got their emblem. Yeah. And then the bottom rocker says where they're from, like Joliet or Chicago. Oh, so there's like different uh, divisions or different uh, chapters. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. So and I, <clears throat> I made a list. Uh, you know, if you wanted me to go through it, but um, you know, uh, there's different. Um, you know, all, that's why I brought my vest down, like, because there's a one piece patch, which means like you're family oriented or you're a social club. Okay. Like, which is what. The East Side Association is. So social club meaning what, you're like single dudes or? No, no, just like, uh, you know, we hold like the hospice benefit or, oh, okay, or stuff okay. like that. But we all ride together. Okay. But okay. we're not in we're not in the one percenter realm. Okay. You know, like we're not in any, we can go wherever we want. We're not causing anybody problems. You know what I mean? Kind of like the Harley owner group. The hog chapter. Okay. You know, they used to be a three-piece thing, and then all this stuff started back in the 80s, you know, so they condensed theirs down to one. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? And same with your buddy Bob Mercer, his uh, Ridgewood Cycle Association. Right. So that, no, that's not a one percent of that. No, no, okay, no, okay. that's a social club also. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. All right. I mean, some of it, it's, it's big business. I mean, they got a treasurer and there's dues oh, you're paying and everything. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. There, there, there is a hierarchy. You got to have the, you, you've got to have that structure. 
Right. It's almost like a like a military type structure. So what do you, you know? get what, if you're paying dues? What do you get? Besides, I mean, they don't pay for your vest and stuff like no, that. No, so. but I mean, you know, uh, generally you got you got the clubhouse. You know what I mean? Um, dues got to be paid. Somebody's got to keep the lights on, pay the taxes. The clubhouse, well, like that's a private bar or a private place you guys hang out, or yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So you know, um, you know, two dollar beers, three dollar shots. You know what I mean? And yeah, they, they right. have parties and all that kind of stuff. You know. So, but like I said, somebody's got to keep the lights on, pay the taxes, you know, pay right, the right, bills. Right, right, so that's right, right. that's what you get out of the dues. So I mean, but it's it's not for profit, right? So like at the end of the year, the treasurer is like, we had X amount of dollars, and now we have you know X amount of dollars, and like there's a report they put out or something oh, like that. Well, I've never sat in on on their meetings per se. Okay, but I I mean I know like like our club meetings, that's that's what we do. Okay, but okay. you know what I mean? We put we put all our money towards you know our hospice benefit or sure, sure. stuff like that. Okay, cool, you know? cool. Yeah, no, I mean, it's really good that, uh, that you know, guys are out there doing, you know, I've explained to you that that's my idea of patriotism. If someone's doing something that helps out the the people in the country, then right. that's patriotic. That's, you know, a big deal. And, I mean, you know, if you're, definitely if you're someone who's maybe got a bad rep that you look like, you know, an outlaw or whatever like that, but you're helping out. Right. People love that shit, man. People love the Al Capone. Oh, I, you know, I, he was like terrific, right? Because he just helped out this or that and everything else. And people were like, damn cops, leave him alone. Right. You're killing people, but, you know, yeah, still well, helping out. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, he's just cutting out his competition. So right. he's making more money, but he was giving back to the back to the city. Yeah. Right. Right. right you know, right, right, right. there's plenty of probably people in the neighborhood. He was helping out, too. But right. uh, um, still, you know, when you boil it all down, <laughs> probably not a good guy. Right. But uh right. You know, if you were on his good side, you probably did all right. But, you know, you had his bad side, you're in trouble. Right. Um, but, I mean, you know, all, all these, the guys in the clubs that I know, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm good with them. And so so they treat me good. So I, I would never, I, I've never felt threatened or uncomfortable around any bunch of bikers, me personally. Right, right, right. You know what I no, mean? Oh, right, right. And, Why um, would you? You know, the, the bar I hang out at up in Joliet there, you know, uh, my, when my mom used to work at the courthouse, she'd meet me up there after after she got off work for, you know, she drinks her gin and tonic. You know? Sure, sure, She'd have sure. one or two and go right. home. But people were, you know, at the courthouse, why do you, you go up there? And she'd, that's a biker bar. She says, you know what? I feel safer there than I do anywhere else. Who's going to mess with a 60-year-old lady in a biker bar? And if you do, guess what? You it's kind of like... About 12 guys going to yeah, pick Yeah, pretty tight-knit community. Like, everyone knows that's your mom. Well, right. Yeah, and I mean, everyone... Right. I've, I'm like, I've met through a lot of people that, like... Uh, I mean, when we were rehabbing the house, mm -hmm. you were there, Bob Wills was there, and Bob was there, and you all knew people that knew the same people. Right. As far as that goes. Like, I mean, uh, my dad worked with a guy named Arnie Johnson, and I think Arnie used to hang out at Just Judy's or whatever like yeah. that up there. So, like, I mean, those guys, everybody seems to know everybody as far as it goes. It's your regular, I mean, socially, some people go to church. Right. Other people, this is, you know, church. That's our deal on Sunday. Meet at 10 o'clock, have a Bloody Mary, kickstands up by 11, and we're down the road. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? So you can't wait for around here. Oh, I know. Not now, right? I mean, you know, in a couple of, what, was about three weeks or so, this is all once yeah, the weather? Hopefully, yeah. How I they mean, plan that? I mean, uh, sometimes spring is early, sometimes it's late. Yeah, but it, March came in pretty quiet this year, so... Well, March came in, what, it was like three degrees, so I'm expecting us to, uh, 
you know, in like a lamb, out like a lion, lion. however that goes, yeah. or the other way, right? Right, like right. A, in like a lion, out like a lamb. Uh, but, um, so yeah, no, that's, for social stuff, I mean, you know, I'm not a church guy. That's not, you know, my thing. Right. Uh, but if you're, my mom is, and boy, for her socially, she couldn't, I don't think she could live without it. And I don't, be, you know, wouldn't begrudge her that in a, in a, ever, you know, like. Right. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, if it makes you happy, about. do it. Right. Absolutely. So the so the clubs and stuff like that, the trips, the, all of it sounds pretty good and, and, and everything else. How many bikes do you own? Four. Four bikes. <clears throat> uh, and, I mean, is it like uh, is it like having a gun? Is it a different different tool for everything or just whatever you feel like? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, like, I mean, I, I predominantly ride my, my bagger, I call it, uh, most of the time. Cause you know, I'll, I'll either take that or the, or my Springer soft tail. I can, I can go out on that, but my, uh, shovel head, that's strictly, there's no shocks or nothing on that. So that's not long distance. Though. No, yeah, that's, right. that's, uh, that's bar to bar in town. Right. Sure, 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 sure. You know. So, I mean, when you guys see someone on a crotch rocket, you know, it's giggles, right? Uh, no, I don't know, man. I I have no problem with them because they're, they're enjoying the same sport that I do. Yeah. Do, do, do you guys tend to grow out of that and go into? Yeah, I mean, I did. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, my, right. First, my first motorcycle was a, a Suzuki Katana 600, but I had a, a GSXR 750 engine in it. No, yeah, right. And that thing was, I mean, the fastest I was on, well, the speedometer said like 152 miles an hour. Right, right. And that right. was that was enough for me. Yeah, you know, that's pretty damn fast, man. I mean, that's, yeah. you got to be feeling that the gyro on that pretty good, right? You can't tip that thing or yeah. nothing. It's crazy. just hold on. Crazy, crazy. Uh, what you call it? Uh, so, I mean, you know, socially, it's, it sounds good and everything else. What are some of the, what are some of the negatives? What's going on there that, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are ex-cons and stuff like that that gravitate towards that lifestyle. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily gravitate. I would say maybe came from. Yeah, but they. You know no what one, I mean. No one disallows them. If you're in one of the social clubs and a guy's, you know, just got out from 12 years hard time, he comes back out. He's in the club still. If he, I, I, yeah, if if he was in the club when he went in, yeah. From what I've seen. Yeah, I didn't know how it worked. I mean, you know, a lot of states you uh, get thrown in jail and you come out, you can't vote. Right. Well, I mean, I, I know a couple people, you know, um, you know, there was a big raid, I don't know, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago, and the, the regional president went to, uh, you know, federal pen. But then he rolled over on some people that rolled over on him, and he got out after seven years. So wow, wow. you know, so now that's uh, now that's a big, you know, he's not allowed to go to any bars in Joliet. Right. Well, parole. You know? I mean, how's that work too? If you're a guy that got thrown in jail for drugs or prostitution or something like Rico that, Rico Act. Yeah. When you come out though, you can't hang out with those same people anyway. No, they're all convicts too, so can't be in the same place, right? Right. Okay. So yeah, there's got to be. As I know, yeah. Does if you're gonna join a social club, do they stop and say, "Well, you know, what's your record?" No, not really. But that's that's where you you got the uh, probationary period. Mm. You know what I mean? You've, okay. You've got a you've got to hang around the club for a minimum of a year. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then you know, then they'll patch you in or 
is what they call it when you get your patch. Yeah, and I'm guessing uh, that if you're the president or something like that, you got a different patch on or something like that. that well, no, you you just you wear the pre, you know like a, another a, patch or something. Pre, it'll right. say president on okay. or something okay. or you know uh, other clubs. Everybody just knows, hey, that, that's the pres over there. Right. You know, you know what I mean. So, so what's some of the uh, you know. Anything, any regrets, anything like if you, if you could go back and change your life to be, you know, most people wouldn't anyway in any situation, but if you could go back and change your life to be, uh, Ivy league, uh, you know, something else, would you change it? Would you, would you do anything different? Would you have joined another club instead of the ones you've have? Um, huh. I would have, I would have picked a different career. I would have, I would have stuck it out and tried to get into 150. I mean, I love working construction. Sure, sure, but, sure. But the laboring's just, you know, I'm right. pushing 50 years old. My body aches more than right, right, I right, ever right, thought right, it would. Right. No, right, know? right, right. But that's from doing stupid shit when I was younger, too. Okay. You know, I mean, I've been in two two motorcycle accidents myself, you know, uh, of faults of my own. Too much booze. You right. know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I'm sure shit comes from that. You know, so how many clubs have you? How, how many different social clubs have you been with? Uh, uh, I was in a club called the Dickheads, <laughs> which I mean they're still around, and I still talk to all them guys. And then, uh, like, what kind of numbers do the Dickheads have? Oh Jesus, it's because with a name like the Dickheads, yeah, it's not one I'd want to join. Well, no, I mean it. It, it uh, when I got in there back in '98, I think you know it was just like. There was like 20, 30 guys, you know, and we'd have, we'd just have a party and a, and a couple of bands. Sure. You know, and then somebody was like, um, you know, hey, you know, brought, you know, this guy and this guy and this guy. And then it just started flooding out. I mean, there's, there's guys wearing dickhead shit around that I don't even know who the fuck they are. Nice. You know what now, I mean? Is there, is there a... Like if you're a, a kid in the you know bad side of town sort of deal, there's pressure from a gang for that kid to join the gang. I mean, it's just a social thing, right? It's not like if someone sees a dozen guys go by in the bikes, they all got the same vest on. Should they be afraid? No, no absolutely not. Right, right. I, I didn't think so. It didn't no. seem like something that no. you know, ever was scary to me. In fact, you know, I, like I, I had said to you before, and it was you know no offense or anything like that, but the guy that's got the you know, tattooed up daggers and the dragons and all that other shit. He's the least scary guy in the world because he looks like he's putting all that stuff onto me, right? So that no one will try him. He's like, you know, look how tough I am. Like, he ain't tough. Like, you know, the guy, the guy who surprises you in a fist fight. You're like, oh man, start to roll around with him, and he's pretty fast and pretty strong. You know, right, like, right. Like, oh, I got trouble. You know, right. he came out of nowhere, sort of thing. Where the the other guy, you know, like I know what that is, and it's not, you know, to me that's not not scary. But you see people. I'm sure that if you were all there's people that locked the door. Oh, I'm I'm sure of it. Yeah, you know right, what right. I mean. Well, I mean, I mean it's, but it, it's it's supposed just, to be scary. You know, looking, you know you're not putting it, flowers and daisies on your. It's a stereotype. It's like, hey, uh, don't go around that side of town because those damn Scandinavians, they'll scalp you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never heard that it, one before. Right. And I mean, it's just it's just uh, it's just a stupid stereotype. Yeah. Right. right you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Like. Um, you know, I'm in a grocery store. I'm not there to mess with somebody. But if somebody messes with me, then, you know, hey, game do, on. You know what I mean? Over something age, stupid. Like, you see all these people on that, uh, what, Black Friday going out Christmas shopping. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, you geez. see all them idiots out there. Right. You know, and, hey, fucking Amazon. 
Right. You know what I mean? Forget all that shit. Oh, yeah. No, you no, know no. What right, I mean? right. Who Shop wants, to, who wants no. to put themselves in that situation? Besides that, you really, you're going to tackle someone over what, saving 25 bucks on a TV? Like, that's, <laughs> that's what you're going to do. Like, that's, yeah. that, that's who you want to be in the end of everyone. If you're that hard up for 25 bucks, you don't need to be spending that seven to buy, Right. To buy the TV. Besides that, like, I don't know, like, you know, like, uh, you got to be beholden to some sort of code to who you are. How do you feel good the rest of the time watching that TV when you're like, I knocked that old lady right in her ass and got that TV. But, uh, but anyways, so do guys, uh, do guys age out? Like, is there, is there a time where you're like, Hey man, listen, Eddie, you just, you know, you're 75, man. I know you're still riding the bike, but we don't need you in the club anymore. Well, no, that's, um, that's up to the individual. You know what I mean? Like, Hey man, you know, Hey, I'm, uh, I'm 60. I'm retiring from my job. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm moving to Tuck Toyuk, Tuck Canada. Yeah. So you know right. what I mean? Then I'm done. I'm out. Right. right All right, right, man. See ya. And there's nice no, knowing you for 35 years. Right. There's no like, uh, um, what is it? Uh, the uh, Godfather stuff. They pull me back in. None of that. Uh, you know, like you can't, you can't get out, right? You can right. always get no, out if you no. want to. Yeah. You, right, can, right, you right, can get right, out. Okay. You can get so out. So what does it I mean? As long as you, I mean, you, they call it bad paper. You don't want to get out on bad paper. You know, like explain for, that. What's that? Um, that would be something disrespecting the club to where they're going to pull your, pull your, you know, pull your patch and stuff okay. like that. Now, would that affect you? Like, if you're like, all right, I'm going to go join another club, they'd be like, well, you got put out on bad paper on that one. You can't join ours. Uh, an, another club wouldn't accept you. I wouldn't think. You know, no. like if if you just say you get kicked out of the Vagos and you want to go join the Mongols, the Mongols. That's the one. The that, uh, that Oh, okay. The Mongols. Okay, the, there was a Mongols club, I think, out, out west or something. That was the Ventura one. That okay, was, uh, well, that that would have to be the Mongols because they're... they're Mongols, maybe. Okay, maybe yeah, yeah, they're big in California. Okay, okay. Right, yeah, right. It's Southern California. All right, all right. You know. yeah, okay. I, yeah, I just saw him on a podcast. And, no, and right, he was right. Talking his thing. But uh, what you call it? Um, so I'm sure there's an appetite in that lifestyle where somebody who had drugs or prostitution or something like that probably could make a decent living because part of lifestyle is having a party. Right. So you're bringing the party favors. Well, somebody is. Yeah, right. You right, know right, what right, I mean? Right. But it's, you know, from, from what I've seen, you know what I mean? It's not like it's uh, like you hear of the old days. You know what I mean? Back in the 70s, you know. I mean, it's not like you walk into the clubhouse and there's cocaine just sitting on the counter have at it. You know right, what I right, mean? Right. You so, know, I mean, but I what mean, are some of the crazy things that have happened? I mean, what's, what's, what, so you've been around it for just like second generation biker. What's something that really blew your hair back? Like what, what, what has happened that you're like, holy shit. Ever reconsidered at that, right at that point, like think, oh, maybe yeah. I picked the wrong, wrong club or wrong well, place to be. Um, wow. I don't know, man. There's. I've definitely no. thought of, Hey man, maybe I picked the wrong friends to hang out with tonight. This, you know, tonight was not <laughs> yeah. the good night. Well, ah, uh, jeez, man, I don't know. Well, in Sturgis, I saw saw a knife fight between a couple guys, you know, different clubs. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, that's just hatred. Oh, I've seen a couple of knife fights, and, man, watching a knife fight is like, because it's, you know, it's not like you see in the movies, there's guys just like, you know, yeah. there's a dude, usually it starts with just a dude stabbing another dude, and then he's looking for something to stab him with. Like, it is, it's, it's unbelievable watching someone get stabbed, and you're like, holy Look at that! Yeah. It's going down right now, what man. Fuck? I'm and get, I mean, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, you don't know. That what? was right at the Broken Spoke Saloon, which is like, yeah, the, you don't know you what know. he's gonna hit. It could kill that guy right now. I mean, we uh, just as kids and everything else. I mean, saw, you know, our buddy Dave got gaffed at that one party, and I was like, 
Whoa, man. Ripped him. Yeah. Cheek to ear. Yeah. I was like, that's, yo. Definitely right not good. No, no, good. no, no. So, I mean, but, when you see stuff like that, it's like, whoa, that's that's something more. I got stabbed. One guy put the you know keys in his hand and gave me a couple of punches in the uh-huh. in the side. Went right through the T-shirt and everything else. But... Uh, you know, just but that was that was just that was just nothing. He wasn't going to win anyway, so he figured he'd you know try right. and hedge his bet. Right. But uh, um, so yeah, so just fights and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, uh, basically. I mean, nothing really out of the norm. You know, uh, you know, somebody will pull out a gun or something. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I mean, it, everybody seems to me like they they've, uh, you know, everybody's trying to keep a low profile. Sure, is, sure, is, is sure. what I've seen over the past. 10, 15 years, I would say, you know, sounds like a pretty laid back life that people may be glamorized to a point where someone thinks it's not what it is sort of thing. It sounds like a bunch of guys enjoy going out to the bar, enjoy riding the bikes, right. you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, there's gotta be a certain gearhead element to the thing too. I mean, Phil, my buddy had a, had a bike and I think he had it for three months and we spent all winter. We took the thing apart. We had like, you know, the whole garage floor was covered in bike parts and we put the thing back together again. Right. We got a tutorial on how to take a Harley apart and put it back together again right right then and there, which, you know, most things like that for guys that are mechanically inclined, you can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, normally, I mean, just, just with that, within everybody, you know what I mean? If you got, if you got 10 friends, chances are two or three of them, going to be mechanically inclined yeah right right you right, know what right, i mean right, right right so i mean imagine if you've got uh 30 guys in a club you know probably five or six somebody's yeah somebody's probably pretty somebody knows what's up yeah you know what i mean somebody knows uh if you're a straight up bike mechanic you probably own a bike i would i would hope so yeah right right, right. <laughs> you know what i mean right so. uh what's your call it um yeah so i mean like it seems like a night night you know nice thing to do fun if, if you know if you're into that sort of thing uh but uh could be expensive too, right? I mean, what would you say you got wrapped up in bikes? And you're, you know, you're not a movie star. You're a union laborer right, guy, right? So, right. you know, what Making is a guy 65 like sixty-five grand a year? Yeah, yeah, right. What do you got wrapped up in bikes? Oh shit. Um, let's see. What I paid? Let's see, ten, twenty, about forty-five grand. Yeah, uh, you know, really nice I mean? car. Driving a Lexus, otherwise, right? I mean, you know, that's yeah. forty-five grand. <laughs> no, my Beamer. Yeah, you're being yeah. right, right, right. And uh, uh, so, and then what would you say, you know, not, you know, not counting beer and pizza, but what's it costing you a year to, you know, bike maintenance, gas? Oh, geez. Just, you know, just what's the hobby cost? Because I'll tell you just, what, uh, you know, if, I fish you for, uh, for those muskies back there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anyone that comes to me that's a bass fisherman that's like, uh, hey, I don't want to get into muskies, man. I love them things. They get to be, you know, four feet long and everything else. I'm like, I look at them and go, don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it's it. It's crack cocaine, man. Yeah. It's bad stuff. <laughs> right. Well, I know uh, um, me personally, the way I feel, if you don't walk out of the house, like you're going to go out on a, just say, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Yeah. Me personally, if you don't walk out of the house with 150, 200 bucks, you, you ain't got no business going out. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, that's just my feeling. Because, you know, hey, what happens? Uh, maybe uh, get a flat tire or you know, you follow a plug or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause but, I'll tell you what, putting miles, uh, I'm a real estate broker, do some general contracting, putting miles on vehicles. When I, when I was full out contracting, you know, all year long, I had three work trucks, a trailer, and then my personal truck and the wife's truck. 
those things, man, you, you, I avoided putting miles on stuff because, you know, ne- every time I turn around when you own four or five vehicles, Something's- everything needs tires, needs brakes, needs you know, $600 here, $400 there. It shit adds up, man. Oh, yeah. Big and if time. your hobby is how many miles can I put on? Right. How long do bike tires go? Uh, shit. I don't really know. Tell you I don't. I, I mean, I. I don't. I just. Um. I mean, it would depend on what kind of compound you got too. You sure, know, they sure. make different compounds and stuff. But they've got uh, Metzler's got a really good touring tire that's rated for the weight and all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, bike tires cost similar to car tires or more. Uh, uh back tire is going to cost you about one hundred eighty-five bucks. Front tire is about one hundred and. 50 160 yeah so a little more than a car tire i mean you know i right. think i've gotten everything's double on a think, motorcycle yeah i think it was like 480 for all four tires on my van the last time and that was it's like a heavy duty van you know like it's right. got the big tires on there and stuff uh so yeah that that that's that can get pricey um i mean i'll, I'll get you about do some of your own stuff you need brakes you just throw new pads on them yeah i mean that that yeah. that actually looks i you know we do pads on the vehicles we have and that's car. You take the whole, right. you know thing. The bike looks much easier than. Oh, it's way simpler. Yeah, way yeah. simpler. Right, right, right. You know, but um, you know, I usually get probably depending on how much I ride, about four to five years out of a set of tires. You know, good. I yeah. mean, I, I've got uh, I run Continentals on my Springer Softail and um, shit. I've I've only ridden that thing twice or three times in the past three years though. It's right. Still so got I mean, the everybody's little, the little rubber nipples sitting on the sides of the tires yeah you know right I mean? right 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 right. yeah yeah well you're only riding in the summertime and stuff like that i mean i know you're putting some miles on for right. the, the hobby but uh and i can i call it a hobby or just way of life because i mean you know I, some stuff like my boys wrestling's that that's not just a thing they do for three months oh man it's the whole thing right they're you know they're 150 pull-ups a day right now and the season is we're, we're already counting down it's you know, 355 days until next state tournament. So, you know, that that's the time they right. got to work on it. But, uh, right. but so, uh, I mean, uh, I would just say it's a, a freedom loving lifestyle, I guess. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, right, right. I mean, I, I, I miss it in the wintertime, but, you know, the light's always at the end of the tunnel. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can spend I, some of that time. Still hang out with the social guys and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, and we still all go out. Take the bike apart and make sure it's ready for. It's yeah. got to be maintenance you're doing right before summer hits, yep. right? So, yep. yeah, that 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 stuff's all, you know, a couple beers and sit down. I mean, shit, I didn't, you know, realize that you didn't drink for Lent. I was planning on having beers for this conversation yeah, right yeah. here. Yeah, I know. But I know. Sorry, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. I just, uh, you know, I don't think I've, I, I think this would be the first time I hung out with you who didn't have beers. Yeah, probably, know? yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, what else you got? Anything else you wrote down that, uh, that I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm at a loss because I don't, you know, I don't know shit about it, man. Like, right. that's not, go. Yeah, whatever you got. All right. So, so you're talking about uh, some stuff that you wrote down that you wanted to get to in the podcast, and I'd like to hear it. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, I'd like to talk about ABATE, um, which is, um, it stands for a brotherhood, brotherhood aimed towards education. Now, what they do um, Kind of like a lobbying group, I guess you could say. They they uh, fight for motorcycle rights here in Illinois. So is that the to, guys that you see, like, you know, uh, putting the signs up for sea uh, bikers and yeah. all that kind of? Okay. Right, right. Start seeing motorcycles. Start seeing motorcycles, right. right. Um, and there's, uh, what is there? There's um, there's 46 chapters in the state of Illinois. Oh, okay. Good, okay. good, great. You know, um, 
but uh, they just do they do more than that because you know how like bills they lump all kinds of stuff. Nothing ever comes through the house in in Illinois and uh, in the chamber. Okay, you know like as a clean bill, just a yeah, one, right, one right, item, one item. No, right, you know, right. Everyone's trying to sneak something in somewhere, right? Which you know kind of ticks me off, you know. I mean, should be that way. Everything should right. be a clean bill. We right. Be like, that's, hey, that's the way I feel. The, I mean, nowadays, I, I'm the government stuff, and we've had you know big conversations about that. You know, we we should be voting on our phones. We should be voting on, and I I think California is doing some stuff where they're doing uh, um, having the public vote more. You know, more of a mob rule sort of thing. So you know, less less uh, representative, but. They're putting the issues on the ballot right. more single issues, you know, legalizing pot and stuff like that. And I think that the public ought to vote on that, and they ought to make it that you can either vote from your computer or vote from your phone, and all they got to do for that, people say that'll get hacked or bullshit. They'll do it They'll do it just like they do Bitcoin, where it is distributed ledger. So right. it's everywhere. To hack it, you'd have to hack everyone's everything because there's a distributed ledger. It's The ledger goes everywhere. Right, so it, it's like signing a witness slip then, basically. Um, I, I don't know. You, what's, a, what's a witness? A uh, witness slip, like um, when they're they're going to throw up a bill. Like, okay, okay like uh, I don't want to get off on this subject, but like no, no, on, no. On, 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 on gun rights. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, you know, banning bump stocks or all this and that. Wait, are guns people too? Huh? Guns are people too? No, they're scary, evil fucking things. <laughs> I wouldn't own one if you couldn't pay me to own yeah, a we gun. We both own guns, yeah. so that's not right. Um, but, but anyway. Gun rights, that sounds, you know, a gun owner's rights. Yes. Yeah, because any, we're not right. going to get off on that just yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. Right. But, um, but uh, uh, a witness slip, you can, uh, Illinois gun, gun owner's rights, dot com or whatever let's just say i'm just throwing that out there sure you know okay hey uh here comes here comes this bill this bill's coming onto the floor sign this witness slip and vote okay all right so now the the representatives and everybody sees all these witness slips like this guy this guy's no 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 like it'll automatically tally it all up for oh, him. okay sure, okay sure sure so i mean i could hook you up with that but um, I don't know about uh, maybe 12 years ago, maybe I'm thinking um, uh, they were trying to put a bill in to where motorcycles had to pass emissions. Okay. Okay. Yeah, All right. sure. All right. So th- th- they don't, I didn't know that. No, we don't. Oh, wow. Okay. So now here, here, here's what comes in with that, with that bill. Okay. Well, other than motorcycles, they want your lawnmowers your chainsaws, your weed eaters, right? everything else Nonsense. was lumped in there. It was so freaking stupid, but the general public didn't know about that. All they saw was, hey, that's, yeah, but that's, that's a vehicle. Right, and that's, that's a vehicle that right. has to pass. If that bill would pass, Bill, no pun intended, you know. Yeah, 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 gotcha. But you'd have your kids riding that riding lawnmower or trailing right. that riding lawnmower right. to the emissions test place today if it wasn't for Will Count or for a bait of Illinois showing up in massive, sure, massive sure. quantities. I mean, the, the other the other thing that they don't want is you know some of them bikes probably couldn't get past the emissions test, right? There's I, not a catalytic converter on there to. Right, know. but I mean, I I think with that small of a motor, 
you're burning a lot hotter and cleaner anyway. Sure, sure, sure. Well, so you like in, the, I mean? in the boating stuff, like they make dumb, dumb rules. So Illinois has got a lot of uh, lakes that you have to have a 9.9 horsepower or smaller motor. Okay. I'd say like 180 acre lake, right? Which is terrific because erosion is the problem. They're, they're you don't want you going so fast the that you're wake. destroying the wake on okay. the shore and everything else. But the environmental factor is zero in that because you can have a 1957 9.9 horsepower motor that oil and shit's fucking leaking all out of the goddamn thing. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, that's no good for the fish in the lake. That's no good for anything. Right. It keeps you from going 40 miles an hour on the lake, no doubt. But you come out there with a, you know, 250 horse four stroke that puts nothing in the lake right. at all. And just tell them that you can't go faster than, you know, you can't create a wake. Would be a better law, but there's so many simple solutions for laws that we just don't do. Um, I don't know if the bike thing, right? You, the, I mean, the motor size and everything else, you can't be causing that much of an environmental impact to begin with. Right. Well, I mean, I think there was a study done on this. <clears throat> I didn't look it up, but I should have. But um, there was a study done that your riding lawnmower puts out more emissions than my motorcycle. Now your bike, you know, your bike is a. Uh, is there a different like so you know, the, you know the outboard motor there's a two stroke and a four stroke the four strokes all encased you know you got your oil change it and everything else right the two stroke is you know you put the oil the in line, there right the bike the street bike that's four stroke right yeah that's, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. so okay. i mean but um you know i mean it's not um it's not like you know you got some uh Guy pulling up in his 67 Camaro with a blower on it. Boom, 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 yeah, right, 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 I mean? right, right. Harleys aren't that loud. And I mean, I know, you know, people want to bitch about revving it up or whatever. The, you know, you there, know, there's times where I, they make them loud for a reason. They want to, you want to be seen on the road, right? Right. But there are times where I'm like, holy cow, that's obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not that loud compared to you know, uh, like the guy with the blower and all that other stuff. Right. But that guy's at a drag strip where, you know, he's usually not heading down the road. Right. There are definitely times where it's like, hey, you came out of nowhere with that huge sound, you know. But right. I get the safety part of it. Um, there is, a, you know, you're around it all the time. There's a, and you probably love the sound, so you're a little biased, but there's an obnoxious level to some of that too. When oh, you, yeah, yeah. Like your buddy Phil Borelli, I was riding with him before, and he had these like big two uh, – two and a quarter inch pipes on that thing yeah and that, i rode next to him for about a half fucking hour and i'm like phil he's looking at me he's like what i'm like dude you got to ride on the ditch side dude why i said i'm i can't i got a fucking headache yeah right you okay. know what i mean Ears we got we got to the fucking bar and i said hey i need some aspirin and some water <laughs> you know what i mean it was nuts right you right, know right, and right, uh right. i mean these these guys they got they're called fishtail pipes you know and they they come like this and then you know they it it splits okay and then like this is all open right so designed looks, to be louder yeah yeah oh and i mean they sound good but they they're fucking loud on the they're they're loud on on the deceleration okay you know sure, I mean? sure. it's almost like a semi-truck breaking yeah right, right right you know so but they, i mean they they sound good going down the road it's just you sure know, sure sure yeah i mean you know you would hope you wouldn't hear it so much on the open highway Right. As you do when they're running through a subdivision where it's like, holy cow, stop and go. Right. Like, dude, wow. Right. I, uh, try and, I try and keep it, you know, PC when I'm pulling in, yeah. you know, because I live in a uh, townhome complex, you know what I mean? Right. right so, right, and I right. mean, that's all cool. But I mean, anymore, I'm not, I mean, it's rare if I'm out on the bike, 
it's rare on a Saturday night that I'm out past 10 o'clock. Because you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, we're almost 50 years old, man. Right, exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. I've had my fun all day long. Yeah, right. right, you know? right, right, right. Yeah, that, that so. is an all-day thing anyway, too. If you're... Right, it's not a nighttime. It's probably much safer to be out there during the day, too. Uh, I don't know, man. You got that headlight at night. They can see that. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean how we many got... bikes... Do you know how many bikes are, like, licensed in Illinois? How many bikes are out there? No, I don't. No, okay. I don't. I didn't know if there was, like, you know, what percentage of the population is riding bikes. Huh. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, I got I could look up. hunting and fishing guys that come out, and I know the number of hunting licenses and, and tags and stuff that were picked up. The revenue is substantial. I mean, oh, yeah. the, the licensing cost, is it the same as a car? No, mine's $42. Yeah, 101 I think, is the, is is the for, tag for yeah. a car now. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing else, right? You just buy bike insurance and you're... Yeah. Yeah. Bike insurance, I mean, now it's relatively cheap. You know what I mean? Right. Not, that's what I mean, relatively, you know what I mean? Now, your bikes, do you... Um, I got I got three of them insured. My dad's I don't have insured. Yeah, you're I, not driving but, it. Right. But um, the three that I have insured, I'm paying uh, 370 every six months for now, full for, coverage. For now, you, are you buying your bikes uh, like from somebody else? Are you buy, you, the, the, some of the ones you buy them new, brand new from the store? Uh, I, I bought them off from, from somebody else. Like my first bike I bought off of Larry Cluse. Okay, sure, the, sure. The Springer Softail. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then uh, the the one I ride most now I bought off of another friend, and then uh, my shovel head I bought off of another friend. Yeah, you know what right, I mean. Right, so, right. I don't need to have anything new. I don't want the payment. No, you, know and you trust I mean? that. Trust that. Because I mean, I don't know. Like, I would. I see guys on dirt bikes and stuff, and I would never buy a dirt bike from somebody. Because, good lord, all he's doing is beating the shit out of it. Like, it's just constantly, and then you know, like. Uh, my one buddy uh, races Porsches, and I went for a ride with him, and I'm like, oh, my, the, it's all about how hard can he break into that turn and then come out of that turn and hit it as hard. Like, he is just beating the shit out of it. But right. the, for him, he's not in love with the car. The, the car is a tool to go to get the time that he wants. You know what I mean? So right. Right, he's, right. that's the job, to beat the shit out of it. Right. Um, and I get motocross, same thing. So right. uh, what you call it? Yeah, what else you got? But, uh, you know, there's uh, what's coming up. Um, motorcycles can't run on, they're not designed to run on high amounts of ethanol. Okay. Okay. So what the state was going to do, they wanted to, uh, let me get this right here. They wanted to expand tax credits for higher ethanol fuel. Okay. And, but that would reduce the availability of fuel. For bikes. For, for sure. motorcycles. Yeah. So, um Wednesday, March 6th was what they call legislative day. So a whole bunch of people from Illinois Abate, you yeah. know, all the chapters went down there and they kind of postponed off of voting on that bill. Like they're not going to, it's not going to be a law this year. Yeah. Good. So, good, good. which right. is cool. I mean, until they got to get something figured out. And then another thing, which I don't know if it concerns you or not, but they were also going to vote on that uh, self-driving cars. Well, and make Illinois like Illinois was going to be the first state for self-driving cars. So, so that's a conversation that uh, I'm looking forward to having. Uh, I got a buddy that's an over-the-road truck driver, okay. and all that stuff. And you know, that's an automation situation where they're right. saying that in, and I don't know if it's necessarily true because some jobs will be created by the by that. You know, who's going to repair those machines and stuff? But. Uh, 
they're saying five million people make their living whether they're driving a truck, a uh, you know limousine, car, right. whatever like that, uh, taxi or you know Uber, however. But those are all going to be jobs that are gone. So yeah, if you take five million jobs out of there, boy, we're in trouble with one thing. That's one situation of automation. I mean, automation is is it's a hot hot topic for sure and. You know, I come from the construction, so so do you. Right. Automation happens small. You know, when we were, when I first started roofing, you had five guys with the bags and the nails and the hammer, and you were roofing. Right. Then you went to the guns. Well, no one noticed, but you only needed three guys now to do that roofing, and you got the roof done faster with the three guys, and you used to get it done with the five guys right. with the bag and the nails. So now you just lost two jobs, and productivity went up. But pay didn't because you didn't give everyone raises when you went out and bought the guns. Right. You know, I mean, I spent $1,000 on guns. I didn't spend $1,000 on guns and show the jobs. I'd go, now look, everybody's getting $4 an hour or more because we're doing so much more. Right. How about the guns? Because I was going to make more money as the contractor. What about the compressor? You know what I mean? Yeah, the guns, the compressor, the hoses, all that stuff. But that is micro automation because that's doing the job of a hammer. It's gone now. Oh, yeah. So, and then, you know, if you go into. Amazon, those places are looking at, ooh, good Lord, you, that they, they're saying that the, some of the Amazon plants can run almost peopleless. The forklifts are, are automated. Everything's automated. The, you know, the, truck, the truck is automated. There's some that are running now that the guy sitting in the passenger seat is the truck driver, and he's just monitoring that the AI is driving right. the truck. Uh, but, so the truck pulls up. It fuels itself. Loads itself and it goes to destination and stuff. It gets there and it unloads itself. Yeah, that's not good, man. That's forklift drivers. That's warehouse workers. Oh, that's, yeah. So there, we we're, we're gonna have a serious issue in this country. So, but Abate stopped a bill that was going to make it. Uh, that that's the Paul Bunyan thing to me, man. You you better figure out a way to you can't beat him, join him. You better figure out a way to get on the side of the guy automated. You better figure out how to work on robots. You better figure out, you got kids, you better figure out how to get those jobs and forget about, don't, your kid shouldn't be a truck driver. That's for damn sure. Right. You know, that, that job's going away. It's going to go away. Right now they've got truck drivers that are pulling the, like, you know, small stuff where they're trying to park their rigs in front of the autofill thing for the, for the, you know, the automated truck. Yeah. You're not stopping anything, dude. Like that's not going to get it done. Uh, it's something's going to have to break here, but I, well, yeah, it's going to be us. Yeah, well, the middle class is what always breaks. That that's how it goes. Because the guy who owns the automation, that guy's a billionaire. You know what I mean? He's not going to lose. Right. You can send all the a bait guys you want there. They'll hold it off. They'll put the finger in the dike for the little while, but sooner or later, the money's going to win. That's yeah. that's the way this country's always been. Right. So, but right. so they stopped the bill from letting yeah. Illinois be automated. Right. But for this, be, for this year. For, right, right. You know what I mean? But, you know. Every year so, it's going to be another thing. Right. 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 But, uh, you know, so that's all I got on ABATE. You know what I mean? It's a good organization. Fights. I mean, it's. Anything well, that's got education in it, man, it's all, right. I'm all about it. That's right. good. Like, you know what I mean? They, know, that's why we're doing they, the podcast. Right. They do, uh, they do um, motorcycle education, you know, uh, you know, your training, your driver's course, all How that kind of stuff. How do we get one of those for guns? What's that? How do we get one of those for guns? We have one. It's called the NRA. Yeah, no, that's a lobbying group that's just <laughs> lobbying for gun manufacturers. No, the Illinois State. And I mean, I, I love guns. I like to shoot right. guns. I, I'm all about it. But I really would like to see more education. I, I, I like to talk to, 
I don't like to talk to a guy that's got a gun that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like right. that's my least favorite thing to do because you know it's a little fucking scary, dude. Well, don't ask a liberal. Right? Uh, <laughs> Come on, I had to get the dig in yeah, there. Right. Uh, you got your Trump dig in. Right, 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 right. All right. So, but we're even. You know, if the if the NRA, I was a member when I was a kid. Uh, it was all about safety. That's where you took your gun safety classes and all that right. kind of stuff. You know, it's all about political crap now. It's it's not the same. You know, right, but I mean, uh, the Illinois State Rifle Association. They've got a, a lot of good good programs. They do. They still do that stuff. Right, right, right. But you know, you know th- this here, uh, what you call it? I mean, the bike thing sounds good. It's it's good that they you know that they've got that. Uh, the gun thing that's a whole other issue. Right. Like I said, and it, from coming from a standpoint where I hunted and all that stuff, like guns were were from two different gun cultures. My gun culture was all about the right tool for the job to go hunting and you're more like self-defense and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I grew up hunting too. Yeah. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, but right. just pheasant, but where are you going to hunt pheasant around here anymore? Oh, you know, I'm not going to sit in a, in a tree stand and wait eight hours for that deer to come walking. No, no, no. You know, I, I was that's never just, much that's just not hunter. me. Right. You know, right, 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 but I, right. I mean, I, I hunt pheasant. We used to, my uncle and my dad used to take me down the, the railroad tracks in new Lenox. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? And they were, they were bountiful. You know, we we get one a piece, and and we were satisfied with that. Right, right. You know what I mean? My uncle Rich, he's a. You'd get along with him because he's a big conservationist. Big. I mean, he's big into that. Sure, sure, you sure. You know what right, I mean? Right. Um, but uh, you know, but I mean, now I just uh, you know, after going through the Marine Corps and everything, I mean, I, I like shooting guns. Yeah, I, you know I enjoy I mean? shooting guns and, too. And I hope I never have to use it in a self defense situation. Right. But right. I'd rather have it and not need it. Then need it, not have it. Right, you know, right, right, to, right, right. to be cliche. Right, that that is know. the cliche, and to yeah. me, that's, you know, that's fine. But like, you could say that about a million things. I'm not going to oh, carry yeah. my microwave around with me because you know I'd rather have it not needed. <laughs> right. You know, so, okay, because the chances of you needing it are are, are super slim. So, right. I mean, uh, you know, like that's not been a thing in my mind. We've talked about that. Like yeah, that's yeah. just not something that I, you but. know. I don't live my life like that, but, but anyways, the bike thing. So let's, right. let's stick yeah. with that. All right. So I'll, here, this is the last couple of things I got. Uh, I've written a lot of, bu- uh, written a lot of books about the, you know, the outlaw motorcycle clubs, you know, the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, that stuff intrigues me, you know what I mean? So, but, uh, I just wanted to share my two favorite books. Okay. You know, if anybody was inclined to read these, um, my absolute favorite, it's called under and alone. And it's by a guy named William McQueen. And what he did is he, the, the ATF, he was a member of the ATF. And what he did was he inf- infiltrated the Mongols, okay? Now, he spent three years with these guys, you know, and it, it, in the book, I mean, he's just talking about, um, you know, all the drugs they're doing and this and that and the other thing, you know. But three years he hung out with these guys and did not do a lick of drugs, Okay. Like he, you know, in the book he describes, I don't know what I, you know, so he turned around and he acted like he snorted the meth, you know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. And they were, he was, you know, like my buddy was, he was too busy doing a rail himself so he didn't see me just dump it on sure, the floor. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean. They teach those guys how to like fake Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, it's just some of these guys, they, they get in a really hairy situations, you know, like I'm an ATF guy posing as this drug runner uh gun runner you know what i mean yeah i i gotta get in a fight with these guys and these guys are shooting our enemy and you know and i gotta pull my pistol and act like i'm shooting you know what i mean just yeah right right, but you know they get into some really hairy situations but uh 
he ended up getting out. He got out just in time, you know, and, and his cover wasn't blown or, or nothing. Okay. So he got out luckily. And this, the, you know, so it's, it's a good read. If, if you start reading it, I didn't put it down. Yeah, sure. I, right. I, I literally didn't put it down. I read it in a week. Yeah. So, I mean, and anyone yeah. that's in the, in the biker culture. Yeah. Or interested really be in interested it. in yeah. it. Yeah. Right. 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 And then the other one, it's called uh, Va- Vagos, Mongols, Mongols, and Outlaws. And this guy, um, his name's Charlie Falco. He was a three-time loser. He was a big meth head out in California. Okay. So he was going to get sent, sent away for a long time. DA gives him the option. You infiltrate the Vagos or you go to prison. He says, hey, man. I'm a drug addict. He said, I ain't ever been on a bike in my life. Okay. This guy said, I'm going to teach you how to ride a bike. Yeah. My This dude's own personal bike. Okay. All right. So this Charlie Falco's like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he went and did didn't it. didn't have to go to jail. Didn't have to go to prison. But um, there was one one part in that book that, that particularly sticks out in my mind there is... uh. When he first goes to the, to their clubhouse, you know, in Eastern California, um, he's in there and he's telling them, yeah, I was at such and such prison and blah, blah, blah. And uh, one guy called him out on it. Well, this other guy says, yeah, no, I remember him. He was there. Right, right. Well, it was another undercover Oh geez, yeah, right. Agent that did street cred. That, that didn't know. Oh, no. Had no idea oh, that they put it. Interesting. A, the DEA and the ATF both put plants in there, but they didn't have their, they weren't meshing. Sure, sure, sure. So sure. that guy, that that other agent just figured, yeah, he's got to be a plant, and he covered for him. Right, right. Otherwise, right. they were going to kill that motherfucker right then and there. Sure, 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 sure. So, I mean, he got out of that whole deal, so they, they relocate him to Virginia okay. under, like, the Witness Protection Program. Well, anyway, it's like a year later, guy calls him up. Hey, Charlie, we got another job for you. Oh, wow. Got to go back in. So he goes back in. Then he gets out of there. Hey, man, one more time. That's it. So this guy went through three clubs, wow. infiltrated them, took them down on on all this stuff. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so, and so, survived. It's like a Donnie Brasco kind yeah, of. Yeah, but I mean, to me, that just blows my mind. After, after reading this shit and seeing what them guys are doing, knowing that they could die right. at any point in time, because they find out that you're a rat. Sure. You know? So now that's the two books, or you got more than that? No, that's the two so books. So how about movies? Anything? Anything? Because, like, I mean, there's definitely movies that I've watched that I'm like, you know, I love, like, A River Runs Through It and stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, I know probably Fonzie's your favorite uh, TV character. <laughs> hey! No, but... <laughs> that's not know, a biker. <laughs> uh, no, I know. I know. He had a Honda anyway, I think. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, movies, I don't know, like... They started doing a, a TV series about this Charlie Falco guy. And the second season, the second season, they yeah, made it past the first episode. Second season, they made it past the first episode and then uh, never saw it again. So I don't know what happened. Oh, But, you know, right. like, uh, you know, everybody's, you know, Sons of Anarchy and all that shit. That shit's yeah, a, that yeah, shit. I didn't even think to about me, that. I didn't watch that after the second season. Because, you know, Hollywood. That's everybody that's I, in something, man. I tell yeah. you what, I see a movie with a guy in a wheelchair, and I'm, like, picking it apart. Like, it's like, right. that's not right. That's yeah. not right. So, I mean, the biker thing's got to be yeah. silly. You know, uh, you know, I mean, 
you know, I'd rather watch the fucking Black Widows from uh, Every Which Way But Loose. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. I mean, no, but uh, Sons of Anarchy, you know, yeah, it was all fine and dandy, but after the second season, Hollywood just got too fucked up with it. Yeah, and that, some of that stuff, you, like, it does know. more damage than good because right. it's supposed to be, you know, titillizing to people to watch. Right. But the lifestyle's not that, and then you it, get a bad rap. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So, but, um, all right, then the last thing I really wanted to get into, there's uh, in Maggie Valley, North Carolina, there's a motorcycle museum called Wheels Through Time. Okay. Dale Wexler, Waxler, he owns it, and he used to own a Harley dealership in Mount Vernon, Illinois. Right. All right. Then when Harley started making it, uh, in the early 2000s, I think it was, to where all the Harley dealers had to be right by a highway, you know, easy access and whatever. Sure. You know, he just got kind of fed up with it, said, fuck it, I'm retiring. He sold his business, took all his motorcycles that he's collected over the years and put it in this museum. Nice. He's got over 250 motorcycles. He's got... He's got uh, motorcycle track vehicles from world war ii he's i mean he's got uh yeah so cool stuff just, to hang out just and... awesome hill climbing bikes everything and the thing the beauty of that is every single thing in there runs oh, you wow. you walk through there and you know if you're standing by something he's got three mechanics on duty him and his one of his sons matt run it yeah and um if you're standing by something long enough one of them two will come up to you. What's up? Well, I just wondered, but, you know, hey, is that run? They'll get right on that thing and kick start it, fire nice. it up. Nice. I nice. mean, it, it's just beautiful. It's right. beautiful. And he, <clears throat> you can find him on uh, Dale's Wheel Through Wheels Through Time on Facebook. He does uh, every year. He raffles off a bike. Okay. You know, and this year he's raffling off. I think it's a 1936. Uh, motorcycle that he had all redone himself over the past year. Nice. So I mean, if any, Some I don't of those know how many bikes, I, man. I I love. Oh it. yeah. Like I like seeing the, you know, but I I look at an old tractor too and stuff like that. Like it's just neat to see where the mechanics, you know, the engineering went from right from then to now and everything else. I mean, with the springs underneath the seat and all the other right, know, just right. neat stuff. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um, so that's about it. Uh, it's you know. If any, man, I don't know how many how many uh, friends you know that ride motorcycles or not. I got a bunch, and I mean, I've got some questions here off social media, and okay. uh, I'll ask them of you and see what we come up with. Uh, All right. What you call it? Uh, let's see here. We got uh, Jenny asks, uh, why do bikers rev the engines and have to be so loud when riding in neighborhoods with sleeping children at 1 a.m. on a school night nonetheless? So I mean, what's the what's the deal? Uh, what, what are they doing? I mean, uh, yeah, you know, I don't. I, it's not I, often I see it, but I've definitely seen it. Oh yeah, I've seen it too. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe the guy's coming home from work. I don't know his work schedule. I can't. Uh, At one a.m., he's probably had some. Well, I you, you know, know sodas I mean, in him and we, stuff like we that. We were on a job that a you know a guy he he would leave it. He worked third shift. Every morning we'd be getting there at seven o'clock and we'd start working. He'd come rolling in at eight. Sure. You sure, know what sure. I mean? But, um, I don't know. I, maybe the guy's 
just doesn't have any cooth or respect or yeah, right, right, or right. something. I'm not saying yeah, that, I'm not saying that I'm not guilty. Him, but, right, right, right. I'm not saying that I'm not guilty, but uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's got a buzz going or something. I don't know. Sure, you know? sure. It's, yeah, e- no. it's easier to shift when the RPMs are up. I right. can tell you that. Yeah, and there's also knuckleheads with you know and everything. You know, right, I mean, there's right. definitely people. That so, have... so Lisa, don't hold it against me. No, uh, that was that was Jenny. Oh, Jenny, uh, don't hold it against me. Right, and then uh, Tim asks. Uh, how do you tell the difference between a motorcycle game mem- member? Example given is Hell's Angels, uh, Pagans, and someone who simply wants to ride. Uh, well, first off, it's not a gang. Right, right, right. It's a it's a club. Yep. You know, I'm just gonna stick with that because that's the way I feel. Um, uh, if you know, if you see a, a Hell's Angel, they're gonna have their they're gonna have their patch on. They're right. and uh, they're, just. Pretty much, they looked the part. Right, yeah. right. They're gonna have they're gonna have a, a three piece patch, which is gonna have their you know rocker, let's say, uh, you know Chicago, and then they're gonna have their their uh, emblem, which is the death head, which is what it's called, and then they're gonna oop, have their bottom rocker, which saying where they're from. Yeah. So now, now I see so, the guys all the times on the bikes when they pass each other, they do that wave where they're yeah, like put the hand down. Now, do you just wave to anybody on a bike? Like uh, if he's if he's riding a Honda, I I waved everybody yeah, on a bike. Yeah, yeah no, because it's, right. it's a it's a like I said, it's a sport that I enjoy. I say hey to every every dude I see in a wheelchair. What's yeah. up, brother? Hey, What's going exactly. On, man? Well, because you, know? you know where he's I, at. Yeah, I don't. Well, you know, I don't. Maybe I don't. He's got MS or something like that. I don't have any idea what you're going through, but you're rolling around. What's happening, man? Right. I can ignore you. you know? <laughs> right. So right. But yeah, I waved to everybody. Oh, and but uh, any somebody somebody who's just riding, they might not have a vest on at all, or if they do, it's not going to have uh, you know a uh, uh, club member patch on it. Right, right, right. That makes sense. You know, uh, we ask Jeff's question. Wait, you yeah, you can ask Jeff so he can so hear Jeff, what I'm going to yeah. tell him. <laughs> Jeff says, uh, "Can Andy's feet touch the pavement?" Well, Jeff, if you could keep up with me, maybe you'd be able to find out at a go. stop sign. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Anthony uh, Anthony writes, uh, I detest seeing motorcycle motorcycle signs. Uh, makes me want to stop riding motorcycles like an ass, asshole sign. Uh, I've never failed to see a motorcycle and, and caused an accident. I see morons on bikes sail by all summer long. What say bikers? I think what he doesn't it, like to see the, you know, looking for, you know. Oh, watch for motorcycles. Watch for motorcycles and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you do see, I mean, I, maybe I don't know where, where exactly where he's coming from, but I've seen bikers that, maybe I don't call them bikers or whatever, doing dumb ass shit. I mean, oh, yeah, you know, definitely. on the highway, definitely. 70 oh, miles yeah. an hour in a wheelie. Right. And everything else. Right. And then it's like, oh, you didn't see me. Well, <laughs> dude or you know you're on 57 headed to chicago and some asshole on a bike's going 140 miles an hour and splits the cars or yeah, something. yeah 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 well I mean, them are them are idiots but uh what's that guy's name anthony anthony hey well let me ask you uh i mean i understand um yeah, he's but, right he rides he's you know he's oh like, okay he said i detest the start seeing motorcycle signs makes me want to stop riding oh so he's, oh, he's oh, a rider okay. you know oh all right okay well, I was, I don't know. Hey, yeah. I mean, them, them people are assholes. That's not how I ride. I mean, I get out on the open highway. Yeah, I'm doing 85, 90 miles an hour. Sure, so you am know, I, my Subaru. So yeah, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I'm doing I'm doing a minimum of 75. Right. But, um, you know, I don't know. I, I think that, and I'm guilty of, of almost pulling out in front of a motorcycle too. 
Right. I was in a hurry, had the music up in the truck. I'm like, fuck, I got to get there. I got to fucking go. Look, look, look. Go to go. And if that guy didn't have loud pipes, I never would have heard him. Yeah, right, right. And right, my right. heart skipped a beat. Sure, but sure. I think the biggest danger to uh, to us motorcycles is texting and driving, to be honest with you. Oh, when drivers with cars are that, texting. Yes. Right, right, right. I, you know I, I mean? believe that, man. That's it's something terrible. that nobody, you know, no one's trying to curtail that stuff. I know it's against the law or whatever like that, but right. I can not tell you how many stop signs or stop lights I pulled up to glance over, as I always do, who's next to me, and they're, you know, it's a phone pit stop is what's right. Everybody's off the line so slow now, too. It's like, come on, man. That, that's that got to be able to wait. We yeah. didn't have that before. And, exactly, you know, exactly. Besides the fact that you're, you know, going to kill somebody. Right. Uh, what you call it, Mike, uh, who's a biker for sure. Okay. Uh, uh, um, is it ride or drive? Ride. Right, right, right. Yeah, definitely ride. Right. Well, you're a big Sammy Hagar fan. I was going to play, uh, you know, I can't drive 55. <laughs> but no, that's not appropriate. <laughs> right. uh, okay. Uh, why do bikers, Lisa asks, uh, why do bikers always seem so arrogant? Like being on a motorcycle and wearing leather makes you tougher than everyone else. This probably mostly relates to bikers in clubs or gangs but it's annoying as all get out and gives all bikers a bad name hmm. um I don't, uh, it's a tough guy thing i mean it's, uh, it's not yeah, there's yeah. nobody that's wearing pink and you know like looking like uh fruitcakes out there they're all trying uh, to be right you know what i mean like that's no i understand that it's uh i don't know part of the uh part of the image i guess you could say but i mean as far as being arrogant why is the guy not looking over at you or you know you know what i'm saying you know, like I, that's a, that's like a, I, I get a up to a question like why aren't guys more um you know uh like looking to, to look more like the you know the easy rider like uh you know the 60s oh. bike guy where maybe he's a little bit of black leather in there but not as much it doesn't right. look as quite as evil as uh the, why, why why the evil persona I don't know, man. You're going to have to ask Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was in the S&M. So, right, right, yeah, yeah, You know right. what I mean? He was in the but, boys and, and no, the whole thing. But, so, uh, you know, you know I, I don't know. know when, was, I mean, his deal was not, I mean, was he actually, is he a biker? Is he a dude that's really? No, he was gay. Yeah, well, right, I mean, right, you which, know that. But like, I don't have any problem with being gay. That, no, you know, I don't even want to do. But. I don't either. But his, his, whole, uh, his whole thing, I saw him do uh, a podcast cast and uh his whole thing was you know i was just bringing my sexual life out on the stage and here everybody embraced this in this big culture next thing you know everybody's wearing leather pants and uh, sure, leather sure, jacket sure. and the vest and blah 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 right. and he said all the freddie mercury's in the world yeah, knew what he was doing but right. no one else and and he's like and you know he said i come out there with whips and this and that and spikes and a mace and i just so happened to ride a harley out on stage and next thing you know bam yeah, there it is. Right, right, right. So you know what I mean, right? Um, but uh, you know, I just want to say that uh, you know, I get up to a stoplight or something, I'll sit there, light up a cigarette or something, and I keep my eyes to myself. You know what I mean? I'm not looking over at this guy over here or this person over sure. here. You know, and I'm waiting for my light to change. You know, yeah, and ju- and just move on. Right. So I mean, do you see it like? Uh I don't know. Some guys, man, they do stuff. You, you definitely guys at the gym who are lifting weights, man, they feel tough, man. When they look at that. And I mean, 
you know, there, there there's a certain strength that you're getting and stuff like that. But just because you're lifting weights don't make you tough, man. That, right. that, that you know, you got to know what you're doing in a scrap. So does I mean, do you feel tough when you're riding a bike? Like, does it make you kind of feel like, um, you know, I mean, I'm sure it makes you feel free. Oh well, that's the only thing that's going through my mind. You yeah, know what I mean? How free like, you are. Right. like you know what I mean? Or a uh, uh, good good song will come on, you know, the radio, and I'll just be like, yeah, you know. And I'm just, I'm not, you know, like we talked earlier, I'm not thinking about nothing else, but yep. but that song, the escape, and 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 going down the road and sure. waiting for Dykin to catch up. <laughs> that's your call yeah no i get it uh yeah so you can't get into someone else's head why they're you know maybe some guys it's you know they're not dressed like that all week when they put that stuff on they feel bad that could be yeah that could be i mean not everybody's a construction worker maybe there's you know a couple lawyers like i i ride with a, a guy he's a computer programmer out there in frankfurt okay you know what i mean the yeah. first time he came into the came into the bar where i was at everybody's like and me and him are bullshitting he leaves somebody goes that's a fucking cop <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, he ain't a cop. <laughs> yeah, he is. Don't be so, doing illegal shit. Computer programmer, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jackie asks, uh, many biker, uh, many biker MCs do much good in their communities. However, there are they are more often than not aloof when put in public settings, staying in packs and not socializing. Well, if I lose my screen here. With anyone outside the MC, what's up with that? Uh, I guess I would have to say that's that's their their own prerogative. I don't, you know, I mean, I, you know, like I I said, uh, you know, I mean, it's nice to to ride a pack of guys, you know, you know, you get 10, 15, 10, 15 of your buddies out there, and you're yeah. all cruising down the highway. It's it's a lot of fun, you know what I mean? Right. You ain't got a but for you, know, you, I mean, you, someone doesn't have to be in that club to be your friend. I'm not in that no, club. No, exactly. Right. No, Is right. Is Jeff and, with that club? No, no. No, right. no, but I mean, you know, Jeff's fucking one of my best friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, right, right. You know, uh, everybody can can go off and do whatever they want. It just, you know, uh, you know, and if you if you go to a party with 10 of, you, 10 of your friends and you don't know anybody else, are you just going to go out and... Yeah, some people, the different strokes, different folks. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Or, hey, me and all my buddies are coming down to Bill Geidner's house for a cookout. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 10 of us come down here. Them guys aren't going to, like, stray off. You know what I mean? I'm going to introduce you to them or sure, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But, you know, all your friends over here. If I got nothing to come with them, I'm not going to talk to them for it, too long. Well, you exactly. I mean? That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, so like, there's, yeah. there's your... Uh, social what what's the word i'm looking Clicks for and stuff yeah, like that, that you're you know. in but i mean uh do you see it i mean you probably do see it club to club though right like if you were you know you're you're out riding for the day and then you figure you'll stop off at the uh, the grocery store and there's three guys from another club in there you're not talking to them or are you well if i know them yeah you know what i mean if i don't then no I no. mean, that would just... But I mean, when you're walking down the aisle... I'm not going to make... Uh, you'll do a little wave or anything when you're just walking down the aisle without the bike. They get the obligatory nod, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, I'm not going to walk up to the to the uh, produce lady and have a three-hour conversation with her either. No, right, right. You right, know right, what right, I mean? Right, yeah, no, right. I don't know, you know, like I... <clears throat> yeah, I'm not around it that much. Am I, I... I spent more time, you know, in the bar and stuff like that when I was teenager and i mean right. you know i had a fake id when i was 16 oh yeah and uh early 20s 
But by the mid twenties, man, I'm like, I this is not for me anymore. I right, you know, I, you I always, out. yeah, but I was always a guy that like, you know, if I always said stuff like, I'm not looking for a fight, but boy, you know, I wasn't really looking for a fight. But anytime I saw someone that maybe looked a little squirrely, I was looking at him like, hey, man, you I'm looking like, at me? Yeah, no, 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 no. Just, just ask me if you ask me if I am. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like. Just, just trying to get your attention a little bit, you know. Like, I'm not looking for a fight, but you look at the kind of guy that might ask me, "You looking at me?" <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, yeah, "Yeah, sister, I am." <laughs> so, you know, then we got trouble. But, right. uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, so I mean, for me, that I was, you know, I, I, I don't think that the, yeah, the biker culture could have been a thing that I. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, no, no, I was it's, just too high strung. You know, I mean, some people, some people like. Uh, just look to start shit with somebody riding a bike. You know, okay, I mean, and I don't get that either. There's, like, there's you know, idiots yeah, out there. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. No, no. Then there's some people like definitely in the, you know, outdoory fishing, hunting stuff. There's probably some crossover as far as a guy that rides a bike. And the, the, I think yeah. the bike thing has got way too much to do to have two hobbies like that. You know what I mean? As far uh, as getting on the water. But I've had lots of people that fishing wise, you know, we're sitting in the bar after a day in the lake and they're like, yeah, guys on bikes, man, I don't get that crap. And I'm like, I tell him straight up. I tell him what I told you. I love it. Guess what? Not in the boat next right. to me. I'm good. Right. You know, not, not, not fighting for a fishing spot over this guy. So, uh, right. Yeah. Now, see, I look at it that, you know, I don't have to tow anything to go anywhere. Right. And put it in the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then right, right, right. No, no, tow it's it a home. Whole I'm thing, on. I'm right? on. I'm on my boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. right. No, no. You're immediately, so you can go. Right. You, you, it, the minute you leave your driveway, you're doing your hobby. For me, right. honestly, my favorite lake is well from here since i moved it's probably three hours and 40 minutes yeah from here is where i got to drive to hit my favorite spot uh in illinois so you know that i got another lake that's southern illinois so that's a good four and a half hour ride that right. i gotta take so i mean it, it is every single time and you can you can play with your hobby for three or four hours at a time go out to the you know whatever the local you know place that you're hanging out is right for me like there would seriously be, you know, during a summer contracting, I'd have, I'd have three times that it rained hard enough that I knew it was going to rain. And I mean, most of my fishing was done in rain gear because that's when I could that's, break away. Yeah, so, right, right. you know, at, at 3.30 in the morning, I'm hitching the thing. So at 6 o'clock in the morning, 6.30, I'm hitting the lake. Right. And I could fish all day long. So it's definitely tougher it was what i grew up with you know right I mean? exactly same, i mean different strokes different strokes different folks and that's that's good we all can't be in the same place at the same time right now you know if someone wants to talk about the recreational boater oh, i hate those guys good lord you're on the damn lake with me you're oh. doing the same thing you guys are doing just driving around holy cow you're just towing somebody gas. skiing and wasting gas oh my god <laughs> i mean you know we towed the kids with the tubing and stuff like that right. but you know but uh um so yeah no i mean i you know, do what you want to do, man. That 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 makes you happy. Then do it. Oh, I'm uh, all, I'm all about everybody be happy. What, yeah, as long right. as whatever you do doesn't affect me, I'm all good with it. Right, like you don't want the you know the the guy in the wrong bathroom or something scares you. It doesn't scare me. <laughs> Just playing with you. The I, know, I know the political stuff. I know. Um, how about uh, guys? Uh, the biker situation. I know you're a concealed carry guy. Yes. Are most bikers? What, what percentage would you say are carrying? And do you let uh, a, do you let a guy know you got a gun? Uh, it's against the state law to let somebody know that you have a gun. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, like if I'm concealed carry and let's say uh, if you ask me right now, Andy, you got your gun on you? Yeah. If I told you yeah, then that's against the law. Yeah, and so if someone straight up asks you if you're armed, 
other than a police officer. Right, and a, but and I mean, a, a police officer won't ask you. Carry, you can't go into a bar with a gun. It depends. If fifty-one percent of their profit is made off of food, and the owner doesn't have that little sticker on there, so all you do is put a sign up, and then it's over. You can't bring it in. Right, and then it's on you, though. Yeah, correct. So what happens if you bring it in and and uh, you know? You and like, I get caught. Right. I, I think the the first time it's a hundred and fifty dollar fine. Your second violation is five hundred dollar fine. The third violation is a thousand dollar fine. And they but they take, never take your permit away. No, they do. Oh, they do. The third okay. three strikes you're out. Okay, all right. So biker wise, but how many guys are how many guys do you think? I mean, even though it's against the law, speeding's against the law. Right. Right. So I mean, you're still doing it. Guys know you're carrying. I mean, I know right. you're, you. You you know we have talked about it. Right. Uh, there's times where I didn't know, and then. I, I think with you, I just assume you are. That's fine. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right. Probably the right way to go, right? Just right. assume oh, you're yeah, carrying. Pretty much. Uh, so I mean, uh, it's got to be if you're, you know, hanging out. That, see, that's where I, that's where I get the issue is the drinking and the like. I don't know, hanging out, drinking all night long, and carrying a gun, and then put in the situation with a crew. Maybe if I'm a bar owner, I don't. I'm okay with not having you in there with and because you took you know you took the the club thing and then the the bar thing and the beer and now you just put guns in there too. Right. Shit get out of hand real damn fast. Oh yeah. No. I, I yeah. I understand that. But I mean, you know, any bar that I, I mean any bar that's just a hundred percent, you're not allowed to have. The, you're not supposed to have the gun in there. Just get yeah, just a general. That's a that's a law. No, you can't that's, do it. That's the law. But now, when you get to that fifty-one percent, how fi- do you know that before you go in the bar? Well, just I mean, the basic bars you go to. You know what I mean? You, no, no. But I, I mean, mean, like if I the, the Midtown Pub, I've never seen anything on there. Like, I don't know what their profit ratio is. There's there's if there's no sign on the door that says no no concealed carry. Right. It, and and that sign or, and that little sticker can only be that big. Now, if you, you know were, what I mean, you were, if it's this big. Yeah. It's, you know, like the one at the Louis Mall. Yeah. They got this big, or they used to, they had this big, huge cardboard monstrosity up there. Okay. So, you know, people could see it from I-55. Well, that's against, I mean, that doesn't mean nothing. No, really? That's against the state law. The state law, that sticker is only supposed to be like four by seven or something. Okay. Or whatever it is. I don't really know. Right. But you know what I mean? Okay. So, you know, not... Because the guy who instructed me in concealed carry, he was in the mall and had his thing on him, and somebody had said something to him. And they, you know, he's like, I ain't taking my gun off. That sign is illegal. I instruct this class. And they they got the Joliet cops involved. Sure. And the cops are like, well, he's right. You know? Yeah, so yeah, right. That's the law. That's the law. Yeah. Um, What you call it? I just, you know, I, I don't know. Like, for me, that was always a thing where, like, you know, we fought a lot and everything else, and the boy, a gun just changes that whole oh, it does. thing. I mean, you just can't, you know, you just brought death into the situation or a really bad maiming. Right. Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, I would say but, don't mess with the bikers anyway because probably, there's probably a good amount of them that are carrying, right? There's, I, mean, uh, I would venture part to say of the culture. so. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I mean, a, a lot of people, believe it or not, I think there was, um, there was 250,000 uh foid applications last year mm-hmm. you know now when i was reading on this they didn't have the stats yet on the concealed carry permits yeah that's got to be online somewhere right yeah. but i mean I, I was reading this article about the the whole foid card because 
what you know with with all this gun stuff and they're trying to make well we can talk about this on a whole other podcast no no, no for sure i just wonder you what know. the crossover was it seems like culture wise that would be in the same wheelhouse right and especially if you're a guy going into a lion's den situation where you got a lot of you know right stuff but going on see now you know what i mean the the common misperception here would be you know if you let's say i was a member of the outlaws just let's yeah. say okay now if you go in there and and you're being a fucking jack off your brothers are going to put you in check now if you pull out a gun now you're getting your ass beat and you're getting your patch taken away from you Sure, sure, and you sure. got to start the whole probationary period all over again. Now, there's no where, like uh, tombstone where we was legal. He pulled on us first, or anything like that. Like, there's no council that sits down and says, "Well, what happened? Why'd you pull your gun out?" Oh, fuck! Well, he no. had a knife, and no, you know, like like Tom Walsh says, it's cowboy logic. Hey, man, you fucked up. You know the rules. There's rule when you go into anybody's clubhouse. There's rules. I don't know if we have time for you to explain Tom Walsh to me. <laughs> I, I, I'm still trying to figure him out myself. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I've, I've honestly looked at the Cowboy Logic thing, and I still don't. I don't. No, I, no. I just always thought it was a Thank saying you. that he said. I never even I never even really thought I it was. I like the guy. I do. You know, I really I mean, do. But what you call it, there's no, yeah. things he says that I'm like, wait a minute. I'm trying to think like a cowboy. <laughs> right. Got my spurs on. Yeah. Not, still don't got it. <laughs> right. But, so, but, so like, right. So but, but you it, fucked up. You, you're, you're out. You're gone. Yeah, you're fucking gone. I mean, gone. there's no, you know, you, you're a guy that's 150-pound guy, and there's a guy in there that's, uh, you know, Tank Williams from the UFC who, you know, has run around at 325 pounds and knocks everyone out with one punch. You have an altercation with that guy. Well, you're but, either pulling your gun out or you're getting knocked out. Well, if I'm a member of the club, the, see, inside the clubs, you're not supposed to, there's there's not supposed to be any animosity in there. Okay. You know what I mean? Which, you know, I mean, between 30, 40 guys, there's going to be somebody yes. who's like, you know, this guy's fucking Do they ever settle something. that? Does someone say, all right, let's settle it? Uh, I don't, back in the day, I'm sure. But you know I mean, like, but, you know, back in the day in, in, in private schools and I think even public schools, they put the boxing gloves on the two right. and you put you in a ring and said, all right, settle it out. Yeah. Yeah. But Nothing I mean, like that I, goes that, on now though, right? I, I really couldn't say for sure. I have not seen it with my own two eyes. So right, right, right. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? Right. But I mean, you know, you don't, uh, you don't hit on somebody else's old lady. You don't, you don't do this. You don't do that. Jeez, that's gotta be you a don't... thing that happens though. I mean, oh, not hit yeah. on her, but like, uh, you know, hitting on someone that, that can be pretty damn subtle. And then also there's gotta be some cheating going like there's got to be some people that are you know uh she'd rather be with him or something like that like you know guys well then girls so, all the time. somebody's got to leave the fucking club that, yeah that's how it rolls that's huh? how it rolls wow well, well, well you know what i mean yeah so, gotta keep the but, peace yeah but you know what i mean like let's say we're all in, we're all in the same club you know what i mean you know andy you fucking jack off you were drunk last night you motherfucker blah 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 and, and you fucking come at me and go to take a swing at me because i told you to go fuck yourself sure that's you don't do that shit right you know right, what i mean right. no, it makes sense makes sense you know, i mean you, that, that's where that's where the whole hierarchy comes up you know you got your president your vp your sergeant at arms your treasurer you know uh road captain you know and everything filters down you know what i mean so okay so there's something you gripe road, road captain and all that when you guys are all you get you got 30 guys the treasurer the president the road captain you're all riding is there an order that you get on the road with well the so, road the road captain's the boss so he's in front yeah, and and the prez the prez will be right next a, to him. You got a sentry in the back. What do you mean? Well, I mean, usually you got a usually got a some if you're if you're in a gang or you're and if it's a pack of wolves, right? You got 
like the 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 alpha's like hanging out. He watches the back of the herd so that you know everybody's safe, sort of a thing. Is there? No, that's not the sign to the back. No, no, I didn't. Know no, that. the guy no. in the back, he's screwball. Like he's yeah, the, he's just he's the guy who just got rid of the alligator you know what shirt. I mean? You go, you'll you'll go like the road captain because he's he's got to know the route where where we're going. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure, a to sure. B to C to D, whatever. You know, and uh, you know, then the prez, and then you'll have your the VP and you know whatever, and then it's all the, all the club members. You know. However, they line up, they line up, and that's how you go down the road. Right. Okay. You know I didn't know I mean? if you had enough. There was some, you know. And I mean, you know, you run red lights and shit like that. You'll have your road guards come out and block traffic, you know, at an intersection. A lot of times nowadays, I mean, if you're doing, like uh, last year, this girl, she, uh, she had a real bad bout of cancer and she died. I mean, there had to be. I ain't shitting. There had to be seven, eight hundred motorcycles on this fucking thing for the funeral. Uh, just. This was her memorial ride. Right. Okay. So now I saw, I think for the first time I saw a, I thought it was funeral, but they had guy on a bike with a casket in the trailer and it was glass. Yeah. Oh yeah. See the casket in there. I was like, I have, I mean, 47 years old. Never seen that before. Oh yeah. And I was like, look at that. And they had the whole thing. And then they had, uh. I, something to do with you know they had a bunch of bike trailers and stuff that they they, they were hauling everything I think that had to do with this person's life yeah and they, I mean must have been somebody who was somebody because there was there was a couple hundred bikes for yeah. sure that were that were going down there but I was pretty like impressed with man that's that's a lifestyle that's like the uh, what's the Garden of the Galaxies where they you know gave the guy the funeral send off with the fireworks and the whole like you know all right. the ravagers got together right and, right you know like, ah, that's pretty all right you know like if you know uh, to me the whole thing sounds like the club is it's it's really social i mean but the 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 big the hell's angels the the all those kind of the pagans all that kind of stuff are there ever wars like you know you got the mafia guys that go to the mattresses right is there ever a time where it's like we're all armed to the teeth because I mean, there's a criminal element in there, and some of those clubs are making money from that criminal element. Right. Is there right. ever, like, a situation where um, it's like, if we see it, we're shooting you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now, I... The, right, the it's, last, it's a very small percentage. And, right, right, but the, the the last big deal, like, I, I looked something up, and I asked one of my buddies, the last big deal was when, uh, like, in the the mid-'80s, I think it was, or the, the early-'80s, um, when the Hells Angels... Uh, clubhouse got blown up in indiana okay you know that was between the the and then another biker the hell's angels and the outlaws right went in there and blew it up yeah you know anybody die uh yeah i, I think so yeah i don't know I'm yeah just, i haven't i haven't i haven't that's something to be on my radar it, so it, it was something i looked up uh shit a couple years ago because i think somebody was talking about it in the bar and i overheard it and then i asked one of my Buddies in the know, right? You know right, what right, I mean. Right, right, yeah. But like, uh, you know, the the whole Hell's Angels and Outlaws thing. The reason why they don't get along is over a piece of ass. Yeah, that's how that all started. Wow, you know, been special. One one guy is at another guy's clubhouse and they're partying and having a good old time. Blah blah blah. You know, um, you know, goes home with this chick. Comes to find out that that's the president's fucking old lady yeah right. well then they kill this guy well then here comes retaliation they kill this guy blah, blah 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 you know what i mean yeah right and that's that's 
Based so now, is there like an APB that goes out to all their bikers? Like, hey, if you see these two, like, because that seems like a dangerous situation to get in between. Oh, yeah. That, I'm sure that shit all started in the 70s, I think. Right. So you it's know. just gossip, though. You hear it like through the grapevine. Yeah. These well, two are. You know, hey, Bill fucked Andy's old lady, so Andy killed Bill. You know, well, we're out to get Andy, so if you see him, let us know so we can come right, and fucking. Right, right. You know, yeah. kind of like the mob shit a little bit, I guess. Right, 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 right. You Andy know. killing Bill. That's a. Kill Bill Volume One, <laughs> but uh, you know, of course, nowadays I'm sure uh, sh- you know shit's going to spread a lot faster. Yeah, the internet and everything else. Oh, so yeah. I mean, these I'm guessing these people have Facebook pages and websites and all that other stuff. Oh yeah, and I mean uh, they make money on the dues and everything else. So yeah. getting as many people yeah. in there as possible. Well, man, I I, I learned a ton. I hope that uh, somebody that listens to it learns something. I hope that they you know get something out of it. And if you're you know somebody that's inclined to live that lifestyle. Get after it, man. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't waste time. Well, I hope it was entertaining and uh, you know informational. I guess it was you know totally damn. informational. I mean, shit, man. There's like I, I I was blown like I said away by the 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 motorcycle funeral that I saw. Yeah, and then to hear the other things that were in there, I'm the, the problem with most things is people assume something and right. they're usually wrong anyway. Right. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of things that people assume and just you know the smartest guy in the room doesn't assume anything he just goes i'll find out i'll go you know go check out what somebody somebody that really knows something you know be right great. right so i'm supposed to have uh and i mean you know there's definitely guys that are you know motorcycle guys my bubby buddy bubby my buddy bob um from uh he's from arbery uh he was you know there's pictures of him with the holding the number one up and he's on his dirt bike and he's five or six years old and he was you know terrific motocross guy and everything like that and i'm sure he was around tons of bikers but he's a career military guy i don't think he's ever a biker you know what i mean uh what you call it uh uh yeah, a little vape there yeah uh what you call it and then uh um you know bob and george wills they're yeah. flat track oh, racers i, I bet like george that. is gonna he's gonna go down in the ama hall of fame i think he's already in there is he already yeah, yeah I, I was think gonna that, say if that, he's not that, already yeah he's already in there he was uh yeah that number one plate for the longest time uh, but i mean i don't think that makes to, you a biker but he i mean he, he rides he is yeah i know i'm sure he right. is but i'm sure there's people that flat track race that it's a sport oh yeah yeah, that, yeah. i mean it's just what but they I do mean, george to watch him race man i mean he would get out i started watching him what Shit, 10, 15 years ago, I mean, I think. And just to watch, I mean, he'd get out ahead of somebody, and it was just like, you might as well just give up. Yeah, right, right. Because, right. I mean, he, he just did not. I mean, he was relentless. Yeah, sure, sure, you sure, know? sure, sure. No, yeah, hopefully that, that talk will come up pretty soon, and it'll be interesting to hear that, because <laughs> that's a whole other thing. I, you know, have done some stuff uh, around that in their in their barns and stuff with yeah, the machines. right. But, uh you know, like, I don't know the first thing about that either. So, you know, all this stuff, not knowing the first thing about it is it's fun to, to hear about it and stuff right, like that. Right. I, I honestly thought that the biker thing was, it, it, it seemed a little more malicious at times than, you know, like it, and the, the come away that I've got from it now is that it's, it's more like, man, just a social thing. Like this is how we get together with our friends and I can count right. on you. You'll be there if I need you and stuff like that. And I mean, I know you're a guy that, you, know, you probably can't hardly go anywhere without seeing somebody you know pretty much yeah, yeah. i mean it's you good. know and i mean it's a good feeling you know yeah, what i mean right, because right. some days hey all my buddies are are freaking working well screw it i'm just gonna get out and go for a ride yeah you know right, and i'll right. run into somebody i'll be passing by him at the gas station and you know i'll be like hey what's up you know not knowing what he's deal doing 
10 minutes later, he caught up to me. Hey, where are you going? Yeah, right, 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 right. Let's stop here, you know. Sure. Right, you know, yeah. see Jenny behind the bar. Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's cool. Good. It's cool. Good, good, good. I like it, man. I All like right, it well, too. let's wrap it up. All right. Let's just call it, uh, yeah, anybody's got any other questions or something like that, feel free to contact me social media and uh, pass my to Andy or, you know, Andy's tag on stuff all the time. Ask him directly. Love you. All right, have a good day. I hope you enjoyed my podcast with Andy Liker on the biker lifestyle. If there's a lifestyle you're living that you think you know something about, I'd love to sit down with you and talk about it. Contact me on social media. 